0: what's up guys welcome back to another episode of inside the crazy ant farm holy moly it feels good to be back for episode 52 oh man 52 yeah already already (laughs) it's getting there it's getting there oh man we got almost everybody back this week jlo fantastic is here and we got latte say hi Hello, Hello. and Hello. we got the mouth. What up? Yes, and we have little Cam.
1: Hello. Yes,
0: so almost everybody, Chris busting his hump up there in Jackson doing some sound equipment stuff. I mean, he is sound man. Yeah. He I is mean, sound man. That's
2: what a sound man does. Exactly, right? exactly. He was our sound man. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah. exactly. He's, the He's the sound man. The <laughs>
3: exactly.
0: sound man. He's the world uh, exactly. The world sound man. How can that's we right. hold him back for, with just us? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were lucky to get him. That's right, that's right. <laughs> But yes, we want to send a special shout out and a special thank you to East Beach Specialties, our sponsor of this podcast, and here's a little bit of what they offer.
1: For the last 18 years, East Beach Specialties has helped businesses, schools, churches, and clubs on and near the Mississippi Gulf Coast promote events deploy effective marketing strategies, bring unique products to life, fill events with fun, and create unique giveaways. They offer products such as custom t-shirts, apparel like hats, polos, sportswear, and loungewear. They also offer corporate gifts and employee incentives, bags and accessories, social responsible products, and of course promotional products. Visit eastbeachspecialties.com for your product because having fun is serious business.
0: All right, now it's time for some industry news, man. We have a lot to talk oh about. My Netflix, the Ted Bundy tapes, uh, that attack that just happened yeah, f- on that guy yeah, from Empire. Yeah, like
2: ne- ne- Netflix, I mean, what they had like we could go a whole hour on just Netflix. They yeah, had a busy week. Yeah, so, seriously. Yeah, I think what we what we I what I, I really want to start off with is uh, if you guys hadn't heard, um, Jesse Smollett from Empire. Um, was attacked Tuesday morning, Monday yeah. night, Tuesday morning, about 2 a.m. in the morning. Um, apparently, a couple of weeks ago, um, and for anybody who doesn't know, Fox Studios has a studio in Chicago, and they film Empire in Chicago. And so that's why he was in Chicago, and that's what kind of mm-hmm. going on or whatever. But apparently, a couple of weeks ago, um, there was a letter sent to the studios addressed to Jesse. Mm-hmm. And it had some some white powder in it, so you know the, the FBI was called in to investigate or whatever. But this letter was basically one of those scary, creepy letters with cut out words, mm-hmm. you know letters and words like from, from magazines, magazines and, and stuff. shit. and it basically was addressed to him, and the the cut out word magazine letters and words spelled out, "You will die, you black fuck." What the hell? Um Fox immediately. Ramped up security mm-hmm. at the studios, and to their credit, offered Jesse 24-7 protection. Yeah. He turned it down. Yeah. Said he didn't want to live his life sheltered like that. Right. That, you know, he understood it's, we get threats, this is a thing, but I don't want to have to, you know, I guess, live my life in fear or d- do this kind of thing, so he, so he turned it down. Um well, apparently, when he was out, um,
0: it was like two o'clock in the two, morning, two right? a.m. in the morning, yeah. right? But so anyway, he got jumped basically by these guys in masks. They and were like-
2: screaming at him, uh, "Maga country, this is Maga country." Then they put a a homemade noose around his neck and poured bleach on him. Mm. For this to even happen in this country yeah. in twenty nineteen, yeah. What is going on? Yeah. I mean, this man, and I, look, I made a post about this, but I mean, this is heartfelt and, and I can't make it more real than this. It doesn't matter what your skin color is, it doesn't matter what your sexual orientation is, it doesn't matter if you're fucking out at 2 a.m. in the morning. This man is a human being and he, nobody deserves that. No. Nobody deserves that. Mm-mm. First of all, let me just say, it took forever for anybody to call it a hate crime. Yeah. A possible hate crime. Yeah. He has a noose around his neck and pouring bleach on him. It's a hate crime, people. There is yeah. no possible hate crime. Yeah. Um, yeah. The statement out of the White House. Yeah. Uh, Trump has commented on it. Uh, horrible. Horrible. Doesn't get worse as far as I'm concerned.
0: Like, that doesn't, that's not a leadership or a leadership person saying, I denounce this. This is not what I stand for. That, I don't think that's good enough.
2: No, I, I feel like he, he has to denounce exactly. it. Exactly. Uh, Cory Booker, Kamala Harris, every celebrity under the sun, mm-hmm. uh, just common people like ourselves. Just, I'm sorry. You have to denounce it. Exactly. You have to. I mean,
0: otherwise, exactly. you're okay with it? I mean, I, I'm just, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he just doesn't know how to do it. I feel like he's just waiting for someone to lead him in the right direction, and there is no right direction you for him. You shouldn't
2: need several people around you in your circle to tell you you have to denounce Agreed. that. Agreed, Like, I mean, this, this is just common sense. Yeah. I mean, it just it's heartbreaking to me, though, because we've had so much opportunity over the last, you know, Twenty years, thirty years to get the for everybody who thinks after the civil rights movement and the, all the shit that went down in the sixties and early seventies that we've somehow grown. Yeah, we haven't. We haven't. Shit like this proves every exactly. day we are going backwards, not exactly. forward. Exactly. Uh, and what's sad is it just wasn't one thing. It wasn't just racist. Mm-hmm. It was homophobic. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, they were they were just t- attacking him for everything. Exactly. A man is a human being.
1: Exactly. Like, I, just, I feel like sometimes, like I don't know for sure but i feel like the the president will sometimes think that staying silent is his way of like not having to deal with it and and not um encouraging it but you know not like you know just just not dealing with it but the silence is actually empowering not saying anything about it at all is still giving it power because you're not telling these people who are Claiming to support you that right. you don't support that that supporting that is not supporting you that's what right. you should be what your sh- message should be that that's not what you support and then if they really feel like they're on your side they need to get in line with your values but you're not saying anything right so you're you really you kind of are encouraging it by not outright saying this is wrong I, and this is not what I believe. I
2: could not agree more mm-hmm. I mean I think his you know his whole thing make America great he should have immediately come out and saying hey this is not making yeah. America great again. Right. Beating down somebody mm, in a yeah. homophobic, racial, you know, atta- is not making America great again. That is not what I mean by that slogan. I absolutely in no way can condone this. Yeah. Or get by- he has to say it. And I, I, I cannot agree with Tavia more. Yeah. I think the silence is more empowering. It just gives these nut jobs even more of a cause to Agreed. like, see, see. It's Agreed. basically saying
1: you're willing to look the other way. Because dude, that's exactly mm-hmm. what yeah. that is. Yeah. It's just looking over it like it's not there. And that's not how problems get solved by ignoring no. them and pretending it didn't happen because it will continue to happen. It has to be confronted. And okay. and
2: this whole news thing. I mean, yeah. there's legislation, we should say there is legislation that, that they're going to attempt to pass again in anti-lynching. Who knew? 2019, yeah. we have to have legislation in our Congress about anti-lynching. Right. It's 2019. Exactly. It's so... This man, by the way anybody who knows him anybody who who's been a part of his life even just from the outside looking in is just a genuinely good yeah, human being
0: exactly all
2: of the work that he does for charities all of the stuff that he does in his community mm-hmm. the 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 message of love and hope that he puts forward and tries to set the standard for wh- how you should treat people and that and this is yeah. like what he gets mm. like i, I just
0: it's super fucked up but he is doing well. We saw a report that said he is okay. He's in the hospital. He is. And everything is checking out to be okay. But, yeah, I mean, we need to make a change somewhere. We need somewhere. to make a change.
2: The FBI, we should say the FBI, has taken over the case mm-hmm. because after so much time, they Did determine it's a hate crime, so they have stepped in to take over the case. Um, Apparently, they're pouring over. It is in a community, fortunately, uh, where there were tons of surveillance cameras. And And apparently, now police are saying that one of those videos shows Smollett walking across the street from two possible persons of interest— uh, they have released photos of these two people to the public,
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, and it says in the video that they can see Smollett walking out of frame for about a minute or so, and when he reappears, he does appear to be wearing a rope-like necktie or rope around uh, his neck. Mm. So um, so
0: not any footage of the actual attack yet? No,
2: they said they have not found any footage yeah. of the actual attack yet. Um, and this
0: was on two separate cameras, right? Right. He, Walked out of frame and was fine, and then walked back into frame on a different camera, and then had the deuce around his neck. Exactly. exactly.
2: Yeah. So, um, yeah, and he's cooperating. Smollett is cooperating. Um, he's, you know, uh, they have talked to his music manager, who was on the phone with him at the time, and you know, has confirmed that he also heard the attack over the phone. Um, and the police said they have no reason not to believe that, although they don't have cell phone records yet. Yeah. Um, Smollett will not turn over his phone, though. Yeah. He, he has declined to turn over his cell phone. I mean, that could be for numerous reasons. Yeah. Have stuff on there that he doesn't want the police to see yeah. that have nothing to do with this kind of. Well, news. I
0: mean, it's such a crazy time right now. I mean, it's basically society against police officers. I mean, in right. some instances. So uh, yeah.
2: I mean, exactly. So I mean, and that's his prerogative. Right. I mean, he's cooperating, and and so be it.
0: So for
2: anybody out there listening who may be in the chicago area or or if you know something if you saw something say something because you know they got to catch these guys yeah um and for anybody who's wondering also, he does now have 24-7 bodyguards. Security. Fox yeah. didn't give him the choice was about this to say, time. I say, it's probably not even no, an option No, anymore. it's... The, they And it will have it, and the studio will continue the upgraded security at the studio, but he will have the bodyguards until these guys are caught. Yeah. So um, it's an unfortunate thing that he even has to live like that. Yeah. But thankfully, you know, because we don't want it to happen again. Um, yeah. So I guess let's just, I mean, kind of keep your heads up mm-hmm. you know watch mm-hmm. out cuz unfortunately we have people out there like that and it's it's a problem that needs to be hopefully i don't know yeah. I, I just you know
0: the world's a dangerous but place but much
2: love to him and much respect to him and for everybody like him that has to deal with this on a daily basis um <laughs> we just let's just say it, we don't condone it yeah. we 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 are everything against any Behavior, anything like that ever. Mm-hmm. This world should be no matter what you think or don't think or agree with or disagree with, you don't have to hate people. Yeah. You don't have to have that. You just, man, get along. Mm-hmm. Love yeah. people. Seriously. You know, Seriously. That's,
0: that's what it should be about. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, on to some more controversy, not as crazy and contrast crazy like that. But um, Netflix, there's a huge controversy surrounding the documentary, the Ted Bundy tapes. I don't know if anyone has seen that. And the Ted Bundy trailer that's coming out with Zac Efron Uh, they're saying that the trailer is glorifying this rapist and serial killer because he's a pretty boy trying to like make it come off as good but that's not really what they're trying to do they're just trying to make it as realistic as possible. Yeah. Because he, yeah. like, wowed the cameras, like, and females. And, right. Like, not, I don't know this from living through it, Gaffer, but, I mean, how did that go? <laughs>
2: okay, first of all, I was a child, okay? I mean, I was alive, but I was a child. But, obviously, I, I was at a certain age when the, when... It was yeah. huge. I mean, right yeah. after he was convicted. And I mean, I was, uh, you know, at least I, I want to say 10 or 11 by the time they yeah. did put him to death. So, I mean, I was well aware of this, si- you know, the case and yeah. the situation. But the big controversy is because Zac Efron was cast right. as a, a heartthrob. Yeah. You're glorifying. He's, yeah. He's. But the fact of the matter is Ted Bundy was yeah. a good looking guy. Yeah. He was charismatic and friendly and women
0: liked him. Yeah, you had women and, showing up for the, in the courtrooms just to see him. Like right. they didn't even really care about right. the case. No, they, just wanted they were to scared to
2: death with him, but obsessed with yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. And and but that's how he was able to get away with what he did. Mm-hmm. It's because people trusted him. Exactly. People liked him and he was believable. Mm-hmm. And and you he had he was that kind of person that was like there is no way this guy could be right. some psychotic killer. Yeah. And even to victims. And so, I mean, for all these people out there criticizing the casting of Zach Zac Efron and that the movie is glorifying it, or just watch the documentary yeah. and look at Bundy.
0: Exactly. First
2: of all, he looks almost exactly like Zach Efron. Exactly. Okay? And second, just if you go and you watch that, you can see what they're talking about with why they're trying to portray it in the film the mm-hmm. way they're trying to portray it. I mean, this is a guy who defended himself, exactly. first of all. Um, was winking at the camera, mm-hmm. making jokes to the judge mm-hmm. and, and was, was like, just he, that was him. Exactly. That was just like, Hey, I'm going to get away with this. Cause I'm
0: a good guy. you do not
2: like me and I could do that's who he thought he yeah. was. And well,
0: didn't one, even one of the victims speak out yeah. and was like, "No, it's okay. Oh, this is how he was. This yeah. is a true like representation of what he was." So I, she's not condemning it. I mean, yeah, yeah it's she approves. unfair
1: to judge a movie before you even really watch it, right? Give it a second, and right? Like, you know, if you watch the whole thing and then you still feel that way, okay. I mean, you're everyone's entitled to opinion, but if you only see the trailer or only see like a picture right. of. of of a piece of the trailer, like, that's not really, it's not really fair judgment. It's exactly. it's not.
2: And like, like J-Lo said, this victim, which I feel, by the way, are the only people, the victims that survived, and or the family members yeah, of the victims that have any say, should have a say yeah. on whether this is okay or not, because they're really the only ones who exactly. should have a right to talk about. But the one victim said, I want people to know he's a monster. Yeah. I want you to get the right message from this film, but this is accurate, and people need to understand, The myself and the other victims, this is what we saw mm-hmm. of Ted Bundy. Exactly. This, this is accurate as to who he was. And if she can say that, I feel like everybody yeah. else just needs to stop. And can we just say also... The movie isn't even about fucking Zach Efron and Ted Bundy. Exactly. It's being told from the from the woman's yeah, point of view. Exactly. This woman who, by the way, fell for Ted yeah. and and believed he was a great guy, wanted mm-hmm. him to be the father figure for her daughter.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And even after she reported him because she thought he might be the killer. Still stayed with him Mm. because she was so like, This can't be true. Kind of it's
0: it's being told
2: from her point of view. So give Zach a break, right? (laughs) Like, chill out, stop attacking
0: Zach, you know,
2: and, and just see the movie, yeah exactly I think
1: it's also important for to to show that that you know nor- normally you know you think you can identify someone as a creeper you think mm-hmm. you can look at somebody and say oh they just have a vibe about them or they seem scary but not always and yeah. I think that's an important thing to take away from this movie definitely that people that it could seem like the nicest guy you don't really know Ted Bundy exactly. exactly. actually
2: know. says that yeah In the Ted Bundy tapes, he says that. He said, everybody's looking for that vampire that comes out of the dark with Mm. the long fangs and the evil face. And he said, but that's not how we operate at all. That's not what killers are like. And I'm like, it's creepy (laughs) when he's talking because they couldn't get him to talk about the murders. Yeah, He wouldn't do it. But they tricked him into kind of talking about it because he had a sociology degree. and And so they tricked him into talking about it in the third person. And so he was describing what the killer or mm-hmm. a killer or somebody that could do this would be like when he was really just talking about everything he had done. So yeah. it's creepy as shit but he says that. Yeah. It's like it's not the people you think that would be like you know it could be your neighbor yeah. who helps you unload the car every day and yeah. kind of
1: like you know. It's don't get insane. me wrong I do believe that intuition can be very helpful. I think sometimes you can get a feeling about somebody and it can be totally right. Right. Because um, I've had that you know happen before where I just something felt off about this person and I found out things later and I was like okay. So I was oh, right, so like, right. Exactly. Right. But people are also very manipulative and tricky and they can be very deceitful. Mm-hmm. And so they can hide them intentions really, really well.
0: Agreed. Agreed. Okay. Well, the, the, the popularity behind like these Bundy tapes has like skyrocketed, especially over Twitter. Like Netflix even came out with a statement that said, please stop calling Ted Bundy hot. Like, this is not the reason behind this. Yeah, like, right. it, yeah. It's just like, damn, it got to that point. Well, like, and,
2: and also the, you know, unfor- uh, I forget, Joe Bellinger, I believe his name, is being unfairly attacked. He didn't plan this. Yeah. Like, because he's the one who's
0: also directing the film. Yeah, he's, and, he directed the documentary and the film. Right, yeah.
2: and but when he got the tapes and had the opportunity to do the documentary, he, there was no film. Yeah. He had no idea that there was yeah. even, like, a thing about the film happening. And he said the whole idea that the screenplay came to him while he was doing the yeah. tapes documentary, and you know, it just So it just happened. fell in his lap. It just fell yeah. in his lap. He did not plan for them to come out around the same time. Yeah. He did not plan to have this whole yeah. controversy from... it just, So back off him, too, a little bit. Seriously. I mean, you know, the guy's just trying to tell a story. Exactly. And, uh,
0: it's crazy. Yeah. It really is. But, I mean, keeping with Netflix a little bit, the Hollywood Reporter reported that a consultant said that a good price for a streaming service is around ten to sixteen dollars. Yeah. So they're doing pretty good. They're doing pretty
2: good. This they did this report because, you know, recently Netflix raised the price mm-hmm. you know to thirteen dollars. People got shitty. Yeah. Maybe. Everybody freaked the shit out. Yeah. Like, oh my God, thirteen dollars but apparently everybody's fine with that. Ten to sixteen bucks is what everybody's willing to pay for it. Mm-hmm. So I don't think Netflix is like Yeah and yeah. I mean, like, uh, yeah I've seen
1: people Spend $13 a day At Starbucks Exactly, a day. exactly. Over exactly. and over And over and over again <laughs> like, Once a month I don't know guys. Who you're talking about <laughs> yeah, no. Yours weren't quite that much <laughs> um, Now you got that Daughter discount I
0: know yeah,
1: What uh, I, know. I don't know
0: <laughs> What you're talking about Um.
2: So But anyway So anyway <laughs>
1: Just gonna gloss they, over they, that. Yeah, they, uh,
2: they no, but truthfully, I mean, it's it's like still a really great deal. Yeah, here's the crazy thing, because you know, as you guys know, uh, ATT, Time Warner. So, but by the way, the, their entertainment division, they're calling Warner Media. Well, yeah, Warner so Media. Warner Media and NBC Universal, which is Comcast. For anybody who doesn't know, if, if you listen to our show, you know that's uh, right. They're, they, you know, they've all announced they're coming out with their own streaming mm-hmm. services, and they're all like, and it's going to be cheaper than Netflix, and yeah. so that's why one they did it because nobody cares if we raised our price, and two yeah. nobody cares if you give it a little bit cheaper because exactly. they're willing to pay this much. Exactly. And here's the great news for Netflix, and I'd be a little worried if I was Disney, and Warner Media, and NBC Universal, because the poll also conducted the study, and it said. Forty percent of the people of American adults that they that they polled didn't even know that Warner Media and NBC Universal mm. were coming out with their That's own crazy. streaming service. Yeah,
0: because I mean, if you think about the average person, like, are they really paying attention to right. that no, stuff? And, like, and,
2: no, and, and then thirty percent were completely unaware that Disney was
0: exactly. I mean, how many people do you think that are actually aware that Disney owns Marvel? Right. You know, well, I
1: think I think Disney's gonna do something about that. I think you, with their advertising power, they're yeah. gonna make sure people start knowing. Yeah. it's just they're gonna do it when they want to. Yeah, but Agreed. the other two, I can see that. And I think for so long now, Hulu, Netflix, that's been the staple of yeah. streaming right? services. Mm-hmm. When people ask, "What do you watch TV on at home?" Hulu, Netflix. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's almost like the same. Then like, you
0: sometimes thing. get the Prime, like right. you know, yeah, every yeah, once right. in a while. Yeah,
2: and Tavia brings up a good point too. How many people do you think realize now when this whole thing is done, Disney owns Hulu? Exactly. They're coming yeah. out with Disney Plus. And we own Hulu. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I mean, like, yeah, I, I mean... Exactly. Cre- I, I just want to credit, though. Uh, I know people who do know our listeners.
0: Our listeners. Anybody
2: who listens to us on a regular basis exactly. knows all this shit. That's because right. Because it's
0: happening we know exactly so, if it's happening friends. around hollywood if it's going on in the entertainment industry you can find it here on inside the it's crazy ant true. farm
2: tell all your friends if they need to know they want to know a price they yep. want to know what's coming not coming we predict the shit weeks in advance it's true weeks in advance. i'm just saying I'm just say listen to the podcast <laughs> tell your friends. Uh, you'll know what's going on that's all i'm saying we just, also
1: have a tiny little grave for um I don't even remember. Movie Pass. The
2: movie Pass. Yeah. Who, by the way, very quietly this at the beginning of this week or maybe the end of last week announced that they're trying to come back and maybe we'll do that whole nine ninety nine a month for unlimited movie stuff. Too late. Like, go away. Too late. Nobody. Yeah. It's yeah. not going to work. You're yeah. Yeah. in You're yeah. covered
0: in your exactly. daisies. Like, um, I'm peeing done. on your grave yeah. right now. And Netflix Ooh. again. Like, <laughs> damn. <Yeah>. Damn, wow! <laughs> mm.
2: um, Netflix again, just showing that they're not worried about anything, and they have plenty of money. Yeah. They were in a red hot bidding war um, for JD Vance's best selling book, Hillbilly Elegy. Mm-hmm. Um, they won. Yeah. Ron Howard is attached to
0: direct, Epic. and they are
2: going to fully finance the picture for with a forty five million dollar budget.
0: Yeah. Wow! So, yeah, you know what that tells me? Because when I think about great directors, I think about Scorsese, like Howard, and I mean they have a, one of those amazing directors now. So maybe yeah. they can just be like, "Fuck you, Stil- well, Spielberg!" Well, like,
2: and and I feel like Ron Howard for so long has been associated kind of with the Disney with family. Disney.
0: Yeah, and, you know,
2: happy days mm-hmm. and like just like the ABC and coming like in a, for a solo, a, like, yeah, yeah like mm-hmm. filling in and fixing. To, so is this Netflix is again this yeah. constant battle back and forth? Little, like,
0: little left we jab, got, we got Ron. Yeah,
2: and speaking of which, even spending more money, uh, Zack Snyder for anybody who knows, you know, Justice League, mm-hmm. all the all the DC universe superhero movies, you know, kind of stepped away. Uh, hadn't hasn't been in it for a while. He yeah. had a family emergency. He had to deal with a crisis. That's what caused him to leave Justice League, and he's been out of it a little bit. Announced his comeback.
0: That's awesome. He is
2: coming back. He's going to get back behind the camera and direct. Mm-hmm. Netflix has him. For Netflix. <laughs> for Netflix. Zack Snyder signed a deal to helm Army of the Dead. It's going to be a zombie horror thriller uh, Thriller for Netflix.
3: Sweet.
2: Um, He's going to produce again with his wife, Deborah Snyder, who they've rebranded their production company, Stone Quarry. And... He was quoted, for anybody who doesn't know, his first film ever as a director was also the prequel to this movie. Oh, no, nice. And I don't know if it's prequel, if you will, but same premise. Yeah. It was a zombie movie yeah. written by um Gun James Gunn. Oh, yes. nice. Yeah. I don't know how to wear that. <laughs> right, a, like, this one not written by James No, no. Gunn. I don't want to confuse <laughs> the fans out there. But anyway, so he's kind of getting back to his roots a little yeah. bit. And he's really excited. I, I love the quote that he said. He said, uh, other than first of all, Netflix said it probably is going to be in the ninety million to hundred million dollar range budget. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you're talking huge, yeah. you know, and you got to with the zombie movie, right? Like, on, got. Can't eat you a know, shimp on that. I mean, they they you spend got, that much on week, exactly. Uh, on, like, walking walking dead. dead, you see that every week.
0: Like <laughs> exactly. I mean, so it needs to be huge for a movie.
2: But what he is most excited about wasn't the budget. Wasn't the... It's the idea of Netflix, because as everybody knows, again, who listens to our show, Netflix just hands you the money and gets out of the way. And Snyder said, I've never been unhandcuffed. Yeah, I've never just been like... Here you go, go, and he's like, "I'm excited as shit to just <laughs> here I go, go." Yeah. So I mean, no, te- he's always pushing the envelope. Yeah. So no telling what he's gonna do yeah. with like no restrictions, just go. I mean, uh, it's exciting stuff, man. Yeah. <laughs> and welcome back, man. And
1: welcome you can back. have all kinds of content and stuff on Netflix that's not exactly. That's
2: what I'm saying. He could just go, yeah. like How many crazy like, like
0: with it. how many Adam Sandler things are on Netflix right now? Because he like lucked in early, like yeah. you know. I mean, you seriously, know? like. I just I'm excited
2: for him. Welcome back. You know, because a lot of and a lot of people want to see him finish Justice mm-hmm. League. I'm just mm-hmm. saying. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. And speaking of James Gunn, yes, while he's not working on the new zombie film with Zack Snyder, mm-hmm. they did announce that he is going to direct the new suicide squad film oh shit and it's kind of a surprise but not yeah. really for anybody who knows he's writing the suicide yeah script
0: uh so and it was always speculation when that first came out right like, they were like yeah i mean should they give it to him should they not well at least let him start with the script see how that turns out
2: exactly and so while he's yeah you know we bring it back up because Zack snyder will be producing that film mm. so while he has stepped away from all the dc films mm-hmm. he apparently is still involved at least on
0: producing them
2: and having some sort of creative... Maybe
0: he's just trying to get his feet wet in the beginning. Yeah. So, we'll
2: see how that one... We'll keep you updated on that.
0: Hell yeah. And just recently announced this week, Fuller House Season 5 has been renewed, but it's going to be its final season. Yeah. I know a lot of people are going to be sad, but... I
2: I, I mean, it apparently has been a huge hit for them, but I guess... I don't know the reason they didn't really announce a reason why final season, but I guess, you know, it's run its course. Yeah. I
0: mean, it's been good. I mean, you know, maybe they're just done. I mean... How, how long can you play a character i mean maybe you do get tired of a character sometimes but i mean we have had guests on that's played the same character for like 30 plus years <laughs> so i don't know I, I mean everyone's personal preference i guess
2: yep yep we'll see we'll um see. not to be outdone j-lo not to be outdone who, no. i mean streaming services we got to talk about them we
0: do we do amazon uh, amazon yeah, studios nice. set a sundance record for paying 13 million dollars for US rights only deal for late night mm now this is a film right yeah yeah oh man yeah it's gonna be really exciting yeah
2: it's uh, Mindy Kaling mm-hmm. uh, and which is awesome um and it's emma thompson and john lithgow mm-hmm. and it's uh basically it, it, it's like a um, film that's about a late night host yeah and her journey of trying to be a late night host as a woman you know mm-hmm. and it's been in the works for a while yeah from what i understand and they picked it up with well, the crazy thing for me is they paid 13 million dollars only for the u.s rights what so like, i mean yeah that's so why what? it's like yeah. this big record setting like yeah. 13 million just for the u.s rights damn so, I don't know. I mean,
0: Amazon's pretty smart because Marvelous Miss Maisel is doing huge.
2: Oh, man. I mean, absolutely
0: killing it. Yeah. I and mean, we'll
2: talk about that in, in, in a minute because, you know, we're going to go <laughs> – nice transition there. Um, by the way, Jennifer Salki, if you don't know, she's the head of Amazon Studios. She was the one that was brought in and basically shut everything yeah. down and said, we're going to try a whole new approach. Yeah, we're going to do new this. Approach. She said she's really excited to, to put this out there for her customers mm-hmm. both. And this is the key because this is a jab at Netflix. Yeah. Both in the theaters and on Amazon mm-hmm. Prime. so you like, know yep. Amazon has made no bone about it. they all oh, they have no problem putting in the theaters yeah, and, and on their streaming yeah. service. So
0: and I mean I think they sometimes put it in the theaters first for a while and right. then put it on their streaming right. service. Uh, to be
2: fair though, Netflix is they're catching on. Yeah, I mean they, you know they got know. an Oscar nomination yeah. for doing Roma that way. Uh, so. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know.
0: it doesn't look like the theaters are gonna die. So it does not. People love like. the experience. Yeah. So and
2: Netflix now, Amazon not Netflix is a member of the Motion Picture Association mm, of America. Yeah, I mean, Although that see. guy was really hinting that Amazon was next, so we'll
0: see. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs>
2: he was like, eh, yeah, maybe. Uh, uh, we've been talking to some people. Um, <laughs> I think Amazon's
0: next. Yeah. But. Oh, man. But uh, last Sunday, the SAG Awards happened. Oh, man. And Black Panther yeah. won.
2: Black Panther won a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and Marvelous Miss Maisel mm-hmm. won a lot. Yeah. Uh, so as, as you guys know, SAG, uh, the Screen Actors uh, Guild Awards, they do more of a... They do do individual, but they also, instead of like recognizing a best picture or a best mm-hmm. show, they ensemble recognize cast. the ensemble yeah. cast, like everybody that starred in the movie. That's really cool. And they do film and television, so we'll talk about... We'll, we'll list a few of the ones here. Um, so Outstanding Performance by a Cast in a Motion Picture... Uh, a Star is Born, Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, and Crazy Rich Asians. Can I just say first, I'm glad Crazy Rich Asians finally showed up on a list somewhere. Because that was a phenomenal film. It was a film.
0: groundbreaking like yeah. film for and, the Asian community. And
2: I really feel like it's been ignored this yeah. award season, so kudos, SAG, for recognizing Agreed. that. Agreed. Uh, winner, Black Panther, though. Yep. Black Panther. And, Makes sense. Mm, we're going to talk about Stan a little later, but I just have to mention this. First of all, because I, I just gave kudos to Sadie, yeah, yeah. now i got to dog him a little bit. During their memoriam, they forgot Stan Lee. What the Ooh. hell? Yeah. And then when Black Panther won, which I have to assume was, because they always do the biggies at, at the, the end, end of the show. Yeah. So I have to assume it was after the memoriam. They got up there and were thanking everybody and didn't thank Stan Mm. i'm like black Panther wouldn't be around uh, without, yeah, stan, without lee. stan lee and i feel like they better fix that at the mm, account. I agree. <laughs> yeah, with The oscars coming up somebody yeah. better thank stan lee Seriously. i mean and yeah. if anybody's putting together that memoriam video mm. for the oscars don't forget Stan. Yeah. exactly Badly. exactly Not, They took a lot of heat for that yeah i mean if they lit up twitter the
0: next day like who the fuck oh, f- uh, yeah, yeah exactly like, I, don't I don't blame him i don't blame them. Oh, man. All right. So uh, next one, outstanding performance by a male actor in a leading role in a motion picture. Uh, You got Christian Bale nominated for Vice, Bradley Cooper, A Star is Born, Rami Malik for Bohemia Rhapsody, Vigo or is it Virgo? Uh, Vigo. 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 There's no R there. No. Uh, um, <laughs> he uh, might be a Virgo. I, I, I don't know, know. know his birthday. Is, yeah, he might vir- be a Virgo. <laughs> is Vigo a Virgo? We don't know. <laughs> for Green Book and John David Washington, who is Denzel's son, for Black Klansman, the winner of this one is Rami. Yeah. So I, I, mm, I think. That's it's tough, man. So he's the underdog. Yeah, I think that. he I mean, is.
2: Everybody's kind of forgetting about him. Yeah. Not only is he a phenomenal actor, and he did a brilliant job. But he did all that shit through all the shit that went down all the on the drama, film. Yeah. you know, the constant fights with yeah. Brian Singer, Brian Singer being fired, a new yeah. director coming in, Brian Singer comes back. Yeah, this guy just like fuck it, I'm exactly. still gonna do this performance. Yeah, and I, mean, and I guess it was
0: a, like a real head to head battle between Singer and Rami. Yeah, so, yeah, like, it's and just crazy. this guy
2: still delivered. Yeah, like the, the movie suffered from yeah, it. Yeah, but, but his performance, his performance. Was, oh my yeah, goodness, agreed. He,
0: did you see all, agreed. all that stuff
1: about him being super awkward in real life?
0: No, I did yeah, not. Yeah,
1: he was. Uh, he was on some red carpet I can't remember where it was but um, he was being interviewed by two women and one of the women said you know we used to be in a show together and he was like we were? I know yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 I can uh, kind. see that
2: though he seems yeah. like very introverted yeah. And kind yeah, of like, yeah I can
1: too and then there was another thing where a fan was going to take a selfie with him so she already had the camera up but she was videoing it instead of doing a picture and she said can you say like hello to my friends or whatever and he was like no oh my of. gosh and so <laughs> um that one got uh, pretty viral too not yeah. i mean i don't think he was really trying to be mean right I mean, he just wasn't prepared for a video yeah. i right. thought they were taking a selfie right and so it, but it was awkward yeah i mean i, I
2: you know it, it can be overwhelming I yeah think, especially if you're not used yeah. to the spotlight and then all of a sudden you're just thrown yeah, into it exactly. and thrown into it in
0: such an epic manner exactly like, I mean, well i mean and coming from experience like anxious people sometimes have to prepare themselves to go out in the world like okay i'm gonna see all these people there's gonna be a lot of flashing cameras like they have to really sit down like meditate about that shit so i mean it makes sense, real man yeah
3: that's
0: like yeah but yeah winner rami it i'm telling you the underdog i he might go on my ballot for best actor (laughs) i i'm on the fence i'm not even lying
2: that's gonna be interesting to see how we all fill out ballots I i mean i can't wait
0: yeah Uh, The next one, outstanding performance by a female actor in a leading role in a motion picture. This one, nominees were Emily Blunt for Mary Poppins, Glenn Close for The Wife, Olivia Coleman for The Favorite, Lady Gaga, Star is Born, and Melissa McCarthy for Can You Ever Forgive Me? Uh, Can we just say, why aren't they just saying her real name? Like... I, can you? Yeah, well, I
2: guess because it's going to be awarded to her stage
0: name. Really? I think we talked about yeah. this
1: before. Because I asked that, I was yeah. like, "Is it going to be her name or right. like, Lady guess, Gaga?" Yeah,
2: I, be, I mean, the checks are being made out to the real name. Yeah, but I guess the stage name is what she's being credited as. And so
0: interesting. So even like probably on her IMDb profile, it's Lady Gaga, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Interesting. I mean,
1: Ice Cube is like that too, right? Really? He's listed, I, he's, I think so. Actually, he's like, yeah. He's listed on yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, hmm. Law and Order. Yeah. Where
0: he's as
2: long as the real name's on know,
1: the check. I, yeah, you know I mean, <laughs> yeah. Which ice
0: is it? I think it's, it's T for for long order, but I think I think it is for both of them but though. Yeah, They're both that, yeah. uh, cube and T, so yeah. it's interesting. But the winner for this one, Glenn Close, the wife, and is it going to be her year to get an Oscar? I, it, it seems that way. Yeah. She's
2: winning everything so far: the Golden yeah. Globe, the SAG Award. The, I mean, she's on a roll. Yeah, but, oh, yeah. I mean, I think I, hopefully my my hope is, although I'm not so confident that I'd fill it out on my ballot. My hope is they all cancel each other out and Melissa McCarthy gets it. That'd be
0: crazy. That would
2: be like, yeah. she's just so phenomenal. And yeah. I don't think people seriously. really, if, I mean. Her range, her man. Her range. Yeah. That movie looks insane. Yeah. I mean, you you think of her in all these like, you know, the happy time Murders. Uh, yeah. And, like all these. nominated for movies. worst actress. Yeah. Like, Comedy <sighs> movies, but she's like a legit yeah. actress. Yeah. I mean, she's I, really I just, solid. I feel like you know maybe maybe give it to her. I mean you I know, don't know you know
0: <laughs> we're gonna have her uh, husband that was on Gilmore Girls on the show Jackson. That's right, Jackson yeah. Douglas oh. is gonna be joining. Give a us. little tease. That's huh.
2: right. We'll ask him. Is she really funny? Uh, is she uh, really serious? Uh, yeah. What's she really like? Exactly. That's the
0: question. Yeah, because I
2: mean, be fun. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if we're gonna talk vegetables. Uh, he's. I mean, his know. handles Jackson Veggie
0: like.
1: Yeah. I, mean, I mean, he's he's obsessed. <laughs> with that. Yeah, yeah. the Cam gonna absolutely die?
0: She, She's pretty excited. Yeah. She was like, I have to be off for this day. Like, so,
2: I mean, it's Gilmore Girls. Yeah. I mean, you know. I I'm know. excited, shit. I mean, Hell yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we you got know. some great
0: guests coming up. Seriously.
2: I mean, we seriously did. We'll talk about that after this. you we know, got you some know. great guests coming up. Hell All yeah.
0: Oh right. yeah. And outstanding performance by a male actor in a supporting role. Uh, Mer, I can never do it right. You do <laughs> it. Marshala Ali. Just take it away. For Green Book. <laughs> <Just laughs>
2: Timothy Chalamet for a Beautiful Boy. I Adam Driver way. for Black Klansman. <laughs>
0: Same, Elliot.
2: For A Star is Born, Richard E. Grant, Can You Ever Forgive Me? And the winner was... I think everybody, I mean, realizes Marshall Ali Green Book. My only uh, problem, again, with the gripe with this whole thing is because I love him. I'm glad he won. I wanted him mm. to. Why is he supporting? Right. Like, watch the movie, people. He's as equal a lead actor as Diego yeah. is. I mean, I Seriously. just feel like. agree. I guess they just had to pick one. Yeah. Well, we got an eeny, meeny, miny, miny. Okay, you're supporting mm. your lead. I right. mean, I get it. Did by, it.
1: like, how many lines they had. Or something. I, I get I mean, had, like, they had like 10 10 to have done lines.
2: something, <laughs> but yeah. I mean, they're, like, literally, the screen time is exactly the mm. same. Seriously? They're in almost every scene together throughout the whole movie mm-hmm. I'm just like how okay yeah. I don't know how you determine this but okay Mm-mm. Um but anyway I think he's the favorite I, yeah I, I agree I mean I, I can't see him not winning uh, yeah um, and I just really like the guy yeah you know everything yeah, he's I've heard really from him cool. he's just he doesn't care about the money, the budget, whatever. He picks scripts based on projects yeah. that he that he feels that he can, you know, show his range as an actor, mm-hmm. and like, he could care. And I think that's why he keeps winning all these awards. Because yeah. he's just an actor who loves to act. Seriously. He could care less about it's anything all about else. The passion. Yeah, the it passion. really is. I mean, passion. and <laughs> he's proof positive you can be passionate and love the craft and still make money and win awards. I exactly. mean, he's proof positive. Exactly. Uh what are we uh, outstanding performance by a female actor in a supporting role. Yes. Amy Adams for Vice, Emily Blunt, what second? Uh Emily Blunt for this time a quiet place. Mm-hmm. By the way, thank you. How how did yes. nobody nominate her for acting Seriously. for a quiet place yeah. until now? Exactly. Yeah, do you know how hard we've talked about this with some of our guests on the show, how hard it is. To remember Heather Rule because mm-hmm. she did that whole sequel. Yep. We talked about her; it was great conversation. Uh w- Go back and listen to that interview, and we'll we'll tag it and show you what episode it's on. But how hard it is to act without saying a word. Yeah, yeah. Emily Blunt. I mean, all of them. Like all of them should have been nominated. Yeah, it's seriously.
0: just a phenomenal performance. I the childbirth
1: performance. scene alone. Yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah.
0: goodness. Yes. 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 It I mean,
2: really So, just congrats to SAG for getting that one right. Yeah. Um, Margot Robbie for Mary Queen of Scots. Emma Stone for the favorite. Rachel Weiss for the favorite. The winner,
0: <laughs> Emily Blunt I mean, we're for we're a Quiet nice. place. And rightfully so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. agreed. All right. Tavia, you want to do the next one? Okay. Outstanding here. performance by an ensemble in a series. Ooh,
1: okay. Yeah. In um, a drama
0: series. In a drama series.
1: So, we have The Americans. Mm hmm. Better Call Saul,
0: mm-hmm. The
1: Handmaid's Tale, mm-hmm. Ozark, and This Is Us. Um, I don't think it surprises anybody that This Is Us is the winner. Yeah. You know, because yes. even all of these are really, really good. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, and I still have to watch all of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so,
0: but um, I mean. I think This Is Us won uh, last year too. They did. Yeah. Dan Fogelman. Mm-hmm. I mean. Uh,
4: and
2: I love though that cast got up there. They all think Dan. Yeah. And The Writer's mm-hmm. Room. They're like, and then on the flip side, Dan goes, oh, no, but the cast. The cast. I mean, this is, I mean, I, we've said this before on the show, but I mean, just truly, if maybe on television and film, yeah. this might just be the best ensemble cast ever put together. It's really the good. The writing and the way they go back and forth on yeah. the timeline and the, and the way these characters... Come in and out of these mm-hmm. storylines. It's just, it's insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, well deserved. They are phenomenal cast, each and every one of them, from the young kids to yeah. the old people to all everybody of them. I mean, to all of them. Yeah. They're just amazing. I Seriously. mean, yeah. yeah, great.
1: Then we have outstanding performance by an ensemble and a comedy series. Oh snap! So we have Atlanta, Barry, mm-hmm. Glow, which everyone knows. I really liked Glow. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the Kaminsky Method and the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And as we pretty much have said, the Marvelous Mrs. <laughs> yeah. Mrs. Maisel won. So if you were surprised by that, you shouldn't have been. No, no, you have been. <laughs> totally Second year in a row, oh, uh, nice. I want to say. Yeah. For
2: the, she's winning uh, that show, you know, winning everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and and deservedly so. And Amy Sherman Palladino, finally, congratulations for people recognizing the genius that is Amy Sherman Palladino. Yeah, she's awesome. I, I'm so happy for everybody involved in that show. Mm-hmm. My heart breaks for Lauren Graham and everybody involved with Gilmore Girls yeah. because just as brilliant, just as fantastic, week in and week out for the entire seven-year yeah. run. Too early. Yeah, it just—it was genius before it was recognized. Yeah, and. I feel like, mm, if that was Aaron right now on a streaming service, they'd be winning Emmys and SAG Awards and Golden Globes left and right.
0: All right. The next one, Outstanding Performance by a Male Actor in a Drama Series. Mm -hmm. We had Jason Bateman with Ozark, Sterling K for This Is Us, Joseph Finis, I don't know, uh, for Hands Made Tale, uh, John Krasinski for Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan, and Bob Odenkirk for Better Call Saul. And... Bateman won for Ozark. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I really like that series. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. I've
1: only seen part, parts of it, and I've, that's one of the ones that my, we have to catch up on. Yeah. Because- Poor Kevin, he's waiting to watch the rest of what's come out until we can catch up on it. Together. Yeah, well, I
2: mean, you know, yeah, do you, what gotta you gotta do, it. do that. I mean, I mean you that, can't just go ahead. That's the beauty ahead. of streaming. That's, yeah, that's the yeah. beauty of it. Exactly. But Bateman, though, I mean, it's a solid show, and he yeah. gives a solid performance on uh, every episode. He's becoming like the Netflix Golden Boy, though, didn't he? Yeah, he just announced he's developing a series for yeah. them, and like, I mean, yeah.
0: he's directing most of the yeah. Ozarks here. Yeah, shows, I mean, so. so
2: you know, just another guy who's the benefit of here you go, do what you want, and exactly like, it's working, so taking off. Um, but that whole list man Mm -hmm. i mean Mm -hmm. it's a good list Mm -hmm. krasinski by the way if you haven't seen tom clancy i mean on there it's great yeah i'm thoroughly enjoying it yeah the jack ryan series on there's great
0: yeah it looks good
2: uh, outstanding performance by a female actor in a drama series. Yeah, Julia Garner for Ozark, Laura Linney for Ozark. It should just tell you right there how good Ozark know, right? is, right? Ozark? Um, Elizabeth Moss for The Handmaid's Tale, Sandra Oh for Killing Eve, Robin Wright for House of Cards, and mm-hmm. the winner, Sandra Oh for Killing Eve. No. I guess I have not seen this. No, you're there, have I? But. I love Sandra Oh. Yeah, and I so I'm sure it's a wonderful show. Yeah, um, I'm sure she deserves the win, but I haven't seen it, so I can't really, yeah. you know, comment yeah. on that.
0: But congrats! Yeah. <laughs> congrats.
2: <laughs> Uh, I feel bad. I can't say that. I, yeah. I love her though. I, know. I mean, she's I great. You. I feel you. So. That's how
0: I kind of feel about Marvelous Miss <laughs> Maisel. Like, I haven't watched it. If Little Cam was here, she could voice her uh, two cents. Well, I mean, he,
2: Lil Cam was like all over me. Oh my god, I can't believe you don't watch it. If you love Gilmore Girls and you love Amy Sherman, you gotta watch Mrs. Mazel. And she sounds just like that. Yeah. yeah. I, and when she, is I get that how I mean, yes. sound? Next time I see her, she's gonna kill me. Yeah, That's yeah right. she is. But life. uh, but she's right. It's brilliant. And yeah. by the way. Amy Sherman brilliantly peppers the entire series with Gilmore Girls Easter eggs. Mm-hmm. So if you're like Emily and have seen every episode of Gilmore Girls like 8,000 times, <laughs> you know. you're catching every Easter egg. Yeah. It's just brilliantly done how she
0: did it. That's and hilarious. By the
2: way, if you're not familiar with Tony Shalhoub, there's just so many
0: brilliant actors yeah, on there yeah. like i mean you got to catch the show yeah agreed agreed outstanding performances by a male actor in a comedy series we got alan akron arkin uh, arkin there you go see i mean this is why you should do it
2: <laughs> all right alan arkin the kaminsky <laughs> method michael douglas the kaminsky method uh bill Hader for barry tony Shaloub, there you go for the marvelous mrs maisel and henry winkler for barry and the winner was Tony Shalhoub for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yeah. I said, we said they had a big night. And yeah, I mean, night. you know, yeah. You know. Um, <laughs> and yet again. And yet again. It should tell you how great the show is, because mm-hmm. every category so far, we've listed off one of them. Um, outstanding performance by a female actor in a comedy series. Alex Bornstein for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Alison Brie for Glow. Rachel Brosnan for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Jane Fonda for Grace and Frankie. And Lily Tomlin for Grace and Frankie. And the winner was, I bet anybody listening knows, <laughs> it's uh, Rachel Brosnan. Rosin for the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Whoa, um, she is brilliant though. Yeah, I mean she's just phenomenal on the show. Yeah, seriously. great freaking job. Mm-hmm. Um, so now you know. Now that we got all the movie yeah. kind of info. Yeah,
0: yeah. Wrapping that up with the uh, SAG Awards. About yeah. time. Yeah,
2: yeah. But yeah. with transition, right? Transition. Right. So yeah. for anybody who doesn't know, uh, and know before anybody makes a comment <laughs> because I know you and I'm going to stare you <laughs> both down. I was not alive when this movie came Are out. Are you sure? Not when it came out. Okay. All right. <laughs> Fathom Events, you guys know, you've seen them. If you go to the movies, you know Fathom Events. They do all these like re releases of movies yeah. and everything. I was super stoked when they did Superman. And yeah. Everything. Anyway, it's the 80th, was not alive, 80th <laughs> anniversary of The Wizard of Oz. And they re released it in the theaters. Nice. Um, and mm-hmm. this is like mind boggling and yet awesome and not surprised at all by it took in 1.2 million dollars on only 408 screens. That's crazy. On Sunday this past Sunday. Oh my goodness. Setting a new fathom record as the highest grossing single day classic film release. Here's the crazy part though. It also had the highest per screen average out of all the films last Sunday. Even oh, the current, shit. like out of, everything that's yeah. in theaters right now, it made the most Even money. Even the Oscar nominated films, yeah. wow! So, I mean, it had wow. it made the most money per screen not only That's epic. only screens. So, yeah, congrats. not surprisingly, Fathom released just after that. They're they're gonna release Gone with the Winds' 80th anniversary. Ah, there, there you uh, go. I, think so. oh, yeah. I mean, shocker. Yeah.
0: Uh, Everything's a marketing scheme. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, but you know. people love
2: those films, man. Yeah, I mean,
0: seriously, did mean, you mean, ever mean,
1: read the book? The Wizard of Oz the book. Yeah. It's weird. It's very Is weird. It? Really yeah. Weird. Oh, you know, shit. they tried to
2: do like a, a movie based on the actual book and yeah. people were not okay with oh. it because it's like really creepy. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, it's
1: like. I used to read it as a kid. I'm not really sure how or why I got a <laughs> yeah. yeah. copy of it, but I did. <laughs> but it, it's,
2: it's, oh. uh, it's oh. not, you know, it's not Judy Garland. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just, <laughs> it's, it's a little creepy. Yeah. But, um, it was interesting. Yeah.
0: Um, but it, yeah, that's awesome yeah. that uh, classic films are <laughs> still able to have that longevity and still able to be alive. Oh, yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, no, I mean... It, I, <laughs> Honestly, though, I think isn't it one of those films? Like, if you're flipping through and you see it on TV, yeah, you're you watch it. Watch it. Yeah. I mean, you know, Gone with the Wind too. I mean, you know,
1: Sound of Music. Oh, like yeah, yeah. It's, it's, there's
2: just some films you're like, oh look, it's Wizard of Oz. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. and I caught it early. It's still black and white. Yeah, yeah. you, know, you got to wait for it to turn to color. Yeah. Yeah. come on. Surprised it <laughs> end black and
3: white. <laughs> yeah. right. oh, oh, spoiler! <laughs> it doesn't stay black and white. Yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> 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 You've only had oh.
1: 80 years to watch.
0: That's right. If you haven't seen it by now,
2: what the fuck? Okay, speaking of a current movie that's doing really <laughs> oh well, Aquaman. Yes. The as they call it, the Warner Brothers juggernaut mm. uh crossed the 1 billion dollar mark, 1.09 billion dollars worldwide. Uh it is now the biggest DC movie ever, surpassing The Dark Knight.
0: That's crazy. So,
2: yeah, Aquaman. I I when they first announced Aquaman, I was like no. Yeah, no. And then when I saw like kind of what they were doing with him with like Justice League, I was yeah. like, No! <laughs> I would have never, ever, ever guessed Expected Aquaman that. would be the biggest DC movie yeah. of all time. I
1: think a lot of it is Jason Momoa. Uh, okay, okay, but like, I still,
2: I was like, I mean. But I, I, I will say, huge fan of yeah. the James Wan movie. Mm-hmm. I think he took all the good stuff that Snyder had done with Momoa and just, I, I guess just like took it off the charts, yeah. And then added stuff that made it even yeah. better. And he went from like corny rocker surfer dude to like a legit like badass yeah. kind of a Aquaman.
1: I think some of it's timing too. It's placed right in between a bunch of other Marvel movies, right before yeah some new ones come out, and yeah. Right after a whole bunch came out the year before. Right. I think that's part of it. It's kind of keeping that whole superhero thing alive. people are like well I have to wait to see the Avengers but I can go see Aquaman right now yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean true and superheroes I, I think, are
0: the thing they like, are and
2: I think that Wonder Woman set the bar uh, Juan even true. said yeah. that Patty Jenkins was like oh shit I, got, I gotta go do yeah. this now yeah. and on the flip side Patty Jenkins is like well fuck Wonder Woman 84 I gotta yeah. go here Hell now because yeah. Juan just raised the bar again yeah. so I, I'm waiting to see what uh, 1984 mm. Wonder Woman 1984 is gonna be but, yeah.
0: um, speaking of na- 1984 we're gonna have a guest on from that movie yeah. Spencer Trinwood Spencer- with. Yeah, yeah. he's gonna come up in I, a few weeks. I mean, we got a lot of good guys. Yeah, we'll talk about that. <laughs> yeah.
2: I love how we just interject, but we'll give you a little <laughs> list coming up about all like these amazing people. But yeah, um I I read something the other day too that this film it is. She did, as we all know. She's kind of like doing the. The first Wonder Woman was a lot of throwback or homage to Superman. Mm-hmm. The first. Well, this one is an homage to the Wonder Woman TV show. Mm. So when you're seeing that leaked photo, yeah. it looks like she's like sitting, but you can't say. Apparently, they're gonna do the corny That's invisible the plane. plane type oh, thing no. as. A, as I guess. And I trust Patty Jackson, yeah. So I'm, I'm thinking it'll be okay uh, However, they do it. But she does pay a lot of homage, apparently, to Linda Carter and the series. Yeah. So, And yes, I was around for the series. Yeah, it was one of not. my favorite shows she, when uh, I was as long a kid. As she
1: doesn't turn and do that little spin...
2: No, God, I hope outfit not. ...outfit change no, thing. Oh, my no. gosh. Although, I mean, you know, it was kind of cool. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, was, I was it ba- cool I, back in the I'm day? I'm a fan of it, okay? It? Linda Carter, come on the show. I mean, I mean, I would love for Linda Carter to come on the show, talk Talk about the turn right. and like all that. I mean,
1: unless they do it like all Sailor Moon style, it's all slow and like dramatic music. Right, and like see the magic go up her from her. Toe. I mean, we can mm-hmm. see that. I mean, that'd be okay. <laughs> like, I mean, I'd be all
2: right with that. Yeah. And
1: then yeah. she has to do the little peace sign at the end.
2: Now you know. And rumor <laughs> has it. Rumor has it. And you know, we're working hard to get Linda Carter on the show. Yes. I'm working hard to get Linda Carter on the show. Yes. is. Um, she might be in it. That's the rumor. Really? That's yeah, the rumor. That, that would be cool. Yeah. I would be a really cool cameo. Yeah. Patty Jenkins would be my hero. I think she would do
1: it too. She seemed really supportive of the new film. Oh yeah, yeah. and she's currently
2: playing the president on Supergirl. Oh wow! And she was in Sky High. Yeah.
1: So she's a fan of
2: the keeping with the whole superhero thing. So yeah, Yeah. I mean, you know, that's epic. My goal is to get her and Lindsay Wagner on the same show. Yeah. Like the whole Bionic Woman, Wonder Woman. Oh my goodness! And they were great. Yeah. The
1: fanboy in you is going to absolutely die. It's
2: true. My seventies
0: fanboy is coming out.
2: When I was eight
1: years old, they were
0: everything.
2: Like, I had their posters. It was all.
0: Oh the my figures. goodness.
2: Um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, Black Panther. Yes. Would you sign <laughs> my comic
0: book? <laughs> He's like, I would. That's I would send it idea. to him. Yeah. I
2: may or may not have a comic book signed by uh, Linda Carter. Mm. Actually. Oh shit.
0: Yeah, but can we just talk about how smart Disney is? Y- um, yes. Like, yes. Of course, in wake of the Oscar nominations, we were talking about it earlier, they released all of the films back into the theaters, including Black Panther.
2: Yes. And... Mm. Go ahead. Brilliantly so. They're they're re-releasing Black Panther on February 1st. Yes. And everybody knows February is Black History Month. Yes. Mm. So they're re-releasing Black Black Panther on the first day of Black History Month. And for, I want to say it's a week or a two-week run in the theaters... And they're only releasing it in, I want to say, AMC theaters. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be free. Yeah. Two showings a day free for anybody who wants to see it. Wow. Brilliant move. Yes. It promotes black so history. Smart. Yeah. It, po- it promotes everything that that film did for African-American culture and the groundbreaking stuff. And it gets a lot of press for the Oscars. Seriously. <laughs> so, I mean, by the way, too, the the there's been a lot of polling and a lot of different people who track this kind of stuff. And black Panther has made a huge surge while that's surprising a to me. Films, like a star is Born yeah. a, Are, are taking nosedives. Like, black yeah. Panther's on the uprise. And then after it won the SAG thing, it's like, if it wins, I would be, I, I would
0: probably shit my pants. I would, I'm saying it right now.
2: I would, <laughs> I, and I would be there with you. I w- <laughs> we would need diapers. If this thing wins, I would be so, I would be giddy. <laughs> i'll just say it i will be giddy as a comic book geek since birth if black panther wins best picture at the oscars i, I don't even know what i would do right like i don't even know what i do i would also would be kind great. of
0: mad too though because i felt like winter soldier was a better film but anyway speaking I mean, of I, which yeah you know you're so good <laughs> but can we talk about some assholes here for a second Yeah, mm. bill Maher. Mm. Uh I've got
2: so much to (laughs) say about this Um, Because I'm a comic book Exactly (laughs) Let let me just say, I'm an avid reader Anybody who watches our videos, sees everything I have a ton of books, this is just a scratch I'm a huge Everything, all kinds of books But and I'm just gonna say I don't I don't care all my all my professors all my teachers elementary all the way up through college will back this up I I have a huge great vocabulary and I love to like read yeah. I love to like do it's all comic books I credit comic books I started reading comic books before any other thing I was really young two maybe th- I, I'm reading comic and Bill Maher basically said that comic books are not they're they're picture books who, anybody who thinks it's real reading or real, you know, uh, basically calling them like, idiots, uneducated idiots, and they yeah. should pick up a real book. I got news for you. I learned all kinds of shit about NASA, mm-hmm. and like, I mean, they had some college-level words in my comic books that I was reading when I was two or three. Exactly. Fuck you, Bill Maher. Exactly. I I, I had a great vocabulary by the time I entered kindergarten exactly. because of comic books,
0: exactly. And Maher, they didn't even understand like, how much like mature content is in that, because Tony Stark was an alcoholic, and it shows the process of him getting over that.
2: So many social issues in the comic books and, and i can't remember for the life of me who said it and i wish i did maybe uh joe Quesada from marvel but he said have you picked up a frank miller book have you read the dark right. knight or any of his run on daredevil he said that is some dark adult uh-huh. mind thing you know makes you think shit pick it up mm-hmm. like i mean so for him to even say that but then he's basically implying that you're basically living in your mom's basement still yeah. go get a real job you're not living in reality that superhero movies are not real films and then he took a shot at Kevin Smith uh, yeah, that's saying that you know the only people that think that they're real films or real books are people who are still dressing like children in shorts and, and like, hockey jerseys, and hockey jerseys yeah. basically taken to kevin's and we'll talk about this kevin smith
0: what i j- he's trying to stay relevant like we talk about yeah. like because i mean his show got canceled like yeah
2: yeah countless times he's lucky to still have a job on hbo by yeah. the way what my, my thing is the problem that i had is that he he basically because he took a lot of heat because he basically said why are people mourning stan lee yeah. kind of a thing and this was his response to all that heat but then he even more so he said Oh, uh, my initial blog wasn't about the fact that Stan Lee died. It's mm. about the fact that you all are still alive.
0: Mm. Like, what Why the are you being fuck? such I mean, an asshole? Like,
2: seriously. Like, so if you're a comic book fan, you should be dead. Right. You shouldn't be
0: allowed to like, live. What is like, your like, problem? What
1: the fuck, man? Like,
0: I mean, what makes and- him any better of a person than the people who jumped Jesse? I gotta, exactly
1: i gotta feel like that little girl and hook when she talks to hook and she's like you're just a mean old man yes like, That's I feel yeah like like, you're yeah. just mean <laughs> and then i mean to, to kevin smith's
2: credit he responded and he said i'm not mad at him at all uh he said he may look tough and everything but he's a stoner like i am mm-hmm. and then they showed a clip he posted a clip of when he was actually on real yeah. time with bill maher and bill maher shocker was making fun of him this is when kevin smith was still heavy yeah he was making fun of his weight he had Uh cracked a joke about how he must have trouble on airplanes or whatever like that and so he was like you know when i heard that joke bill i wanted to come on your show and now i'm here whatever but i'll admit when i first wanted to come on your show i wanted to dick slap you and i mean like really take it out and smack you with my penis (laughs) Uh you know that's a clippy show to whatever Uh but like in jest in joking but I watched that clip, and I was like, okay, he's being cool. But the thing that I noticed immediately from the clip is that he was making fun of him for being fat. Yeah, exactly. Like, what is this dude's problem? Mm. Like, has he, by the way, has he apologized and said, great job losing the weight? And that you're doing great now, Kevin Smith? Probably not.
0: Yeah. Um, After his double heart attack last year and, like, almost died. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Newsflash. America doesn't agree with you, Bill Maher. Yeah, exactly. Um, Stan Lee is getting a superhero send-off at the Hollywood Memorial. A public remembrance and celebration of Lee is going to be held around his hand and footprints outside the Chinese Theater um, in L.A., Followed by a private gallery that's going to be hosted by Newsflash Kevin Smith. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's going to have musical performances an art exhibit costumes yeah. that have been worn in all the films and everything. Um, Marvel movie cameos. Yeah. Um, apparently, Smith is going to moderate um, a discussion panel about his life and his work. Mark Hamill, Vincent Theonfrio and even the Wu-Tang Clan is going to be there for yeah, it. Yeah, there is. A- so, there you go. I mean, people don't agree. Exactly. What did Barr think? By the way, this is just for Stan Lee, but remember when Adam West died? Yeah. Garcetti lit up the bat exactly. signal from fucking on, the from, from the mayor's exactly, office in downtown on the LA. Tower. He
0: didn't say anything then.
2: No, and I wish that we could like put up a picture right there. The amount of people that swarmed exactly. LA to, to show up for Adam West's mm-hmm. funeral. They they weren't there because Adam West was some great actor right. somewhere. They were there because Batman died. Exactly. Okay. I'm just saying. Like, like get over it, it's Bill.
0: Super messed up. <laughs> it it kind of seems like Kevin Smith is kind of like the spokesperson for Marvel. Like, he's super fanboy, but is like well, technic not technically a part of it. It's no, crazy. And super
2: fanboy for DC. Yeah. yeah I mean, he's like, he's like, awesome like, with but, the superhero stuff. And, and to, though, just a genuine guy. Yeah. Again, like. I, I don't know what Bill Maher thinks about you know comic book people should die or whatever right. you know but let's remember that when Stan was going through all this shit mm-hmm. Kevin Smith opened up his house yeah come live with me man I will take you in I will make sure you're yeah. okay yeah. newsflash good people do that exactly. not asshole people exactly. Bill Maher did you open up your fucking house and offer exactly. him some assistance no you didn't exactly. so.
0: Crazy uh, shit. Yeah, what a yeah. Ass But I mean, spe- sticking with Kevin Smith. <laughs> yeah, speaking with Kevin Smith, uh, yeah, a good person. G- yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he announced on Twitter that Jay and Silent Bob reboot is officially green lit. It's a about to start production. That is so exciting, and it's supposed to start uh, filming February twenty fifth. Yeah, I'm so excited about that. Yeah. Universal
2: and uh, Saban, Saban Entertainment. Well, I mean, I think most people know Saban from the Mighty Morphin Power range, Yeah. you know, kind of. Yeah. But they're they're the ones who picked it up and are going to be financing it uh, and distributing it. And starts February twenty fifth. Yeah, I'm super stoked. Hell yeah, Jay and Silent Bob seriously I mean, coming back, this. man. Yeah. I mean,
0: what are they doing cool. now? I want to see Jay and Silent Bob's kids, yeah. like. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> it would be a great, that would
2: be awesome. <laughs> like, be awesome.
0: Silent Bob's kid like talks a shit ton. Yeah. And, like, yeah. Jay's kid doesn't talk at all. That yeah. would be hilarious.
2: Well, and they're going to have to, I mean, come on. They're going to have to explain the weight loss.
0: Yeah. That's got to be a part of the story, I exactly.
2: think. Exactly. It has to be. Right. I, I don't know, but maybe. Agreed. I, I don't know. Agreed. Thoughts, Tavia? Are you a uh, Jay and Silent Bob fan?
1: More power to them. Let's make some more movies. Let's get some more stuff out there exactly. that can bring audiences back around to some stuff that has been, you know, a cultural icon from mm-hmm. the past. Yeah, so. I'm excited. I
2: just I'm really excited. I've always been a fan of his work. Yeah. I, I mean, he's just a creative guy yeah. and just a fun guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he I'm keeps excited.
0: trying to separate himself from uh, Miramax. There, you know, trying to get away. Mm. Like yeah. everybody, yeah, yeah, fleeing as fast <laughs> as they can. Apparently, <laughs> exactly. I mean, and exactly. So. Yeah. Uh, but uh, switching it over to music a little bit. Alanis yes, Morissette, uh, Jagged Little Pill, a musical featuring her songs from the '90s. Very exciting. Coming to Broadway.
2: Oh, yeah. A Broadway musical based on Jagged Little Pill. Yeah. And that's going to be like... And here, Diablo Cody, Mm -hmm. uh, she wrote Juno. Yep. You know, uh, she's the one who's writing it. And it's, gonna, it, it's about this family, like this middle-class family mm-hmm. that's kind of like everybody thinks they're this, but they're yeah. really like stuck in a rut and dysfunctional. Right. Basically fouls long. And, you know, they did this with Billy Joel a while back mm-hmm. where they used his music to yeah. progress the storyline, you know, through. That's what they're going to be doing. Like each one of these songs, I guess, is going to be moving the storyline of this, like play or Broadway show, you know, through the thing. So, I'm excited. I mean, you guys are... Yeah, we jam out. Jagged little pill kick, you know? I was gonna
1: Uh, say, that's gonna be a great soundtrack, because not that Alanis is not a great singer, of course she is, but you'll hear different takes on it, different Mm -hmm. voices Mm -hmm. doing it, and probably a lot of ensemble voices, which is always really interesting to see different, like, people rather hear different levels and things like that. Uh, I think that'll be really cool. I wonder what
2: Dave Couillet thinks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) no, no, no. (laughs) Anybody who doesn't know that story, uh, yeah, I don't <laughs>
1: think he'll be in the theater. Uh, oh, oh <laughs> clever! Right.
2: Now you know what song, look it up, you'll <laughs> find out what we're talking about. <laughs> That's, uh, so interesting, so good. right? Uncle so Joe, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who knew?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, this Hi, next everybody. one, I'm really excited about. I mm. hope it happens. Mm. Um, supposedly, supposedly, rumor has it. Uh, Maroon Five and the people that are set to perform at the Super Bowl might do SpongeBob SquarePants' "Sweet Victory" song that they, they did in the episode yes, because of the passing teams. of the the creator. So, I mean, th- oh. th- but, th- Sweet Sweet Victory. Yeah. Yeah. One of, the yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: One of the highest rated, most watched episodes of SpongeBob, yeah. and yeah, apparently they said some eagle eyed Twitter users. Uh, you have mean, to be looking really good, it. Right? But <laughs> anyway, they apparently noticed that in the teaser video for Maroon Five for, for doing the hat, uh, there was a a brief SpongeBob in there, like and so that got up. them freaking out about like, oh shit, they had SpongeBob in there, yeah. like. And so apparently, there's a petition um on Change dot org. Over a million people have signed it already, oh and this was before this. Yeah. This was already going on. That after the creator died, they wanted to honor him by doing this. Yeah, and
0: so now maybe I think you know That'd Maroon Five is going to do it, and just finding out that. The guy who voices Squidward, Roger Bumpus? Yep, Roger Bumpus. Is going to introduce the halftime show. So, I mean, they have to be playing I, Sweet Victory. I
2: mean, why else would Squidward be introducing exactly. the halftime show if they're not going to do Sweet Victory? Yeah.
1: I think that's awesome. I think Steven Hillenberg definitely deserves a shout out. You know what I mean? He's he's definitely influenced so many childhoods um, and and adults. Uh, but I have to admit, for a second, I thought when you were starting that you were going to say they were going to s- sing the "Split My Pants" song. I really <laughs> thought that's what you were about to say. I mean, that you know. would have been who knows? Who so, knows? Yeah. <laughs> we don't know. Because that's the song I remember most, or that one, or the fun one, the friendship. Film. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's,
0: one, one. Oh my god, that's two. a good one. And the striped sweater. Yes, yes. Yeah, that one.
2: but "Sweet Victory" is so epic. That's I better mean,
1: for a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's
2: perfect. And uh, look, after seeing uh, uh, Adam Levine live, you know, uh, we saw Maroon Five live. This guy can sing. Yeah. So for I, I'm excited as hell if he's gonna bust out sweet victory. It's yeah. gonna be badass. Yeah. I mean, and and then even more so leading to that, you know, that this might possibly be happening, they normally for the last 10, 15, 20 years or so have held press conferences by the halftime performers Mm -hmm. who, you know, prep it up for the Super Bowl and they talk and they do these, you know, Justin Timberlake did it, Prince did it Mm -hmm. even, and he busted out the guitar and played a surprise song at the press conference. Well, Maroon 5 and Travis Scott and everybody performing canceled it, said, Mm -hmm. we're not doing it. And everybody freaked out. The press was like, why aren't you going to do the press conference? What's going on? And they said, we want the show to speak for itself. Mm. So even more so, if people yeah. are like, "Oh shit, yeah. what's going on?" I mean, there's all kinds of rumors about they've got all kinds of yeah. shit planned for the kneeling, the <sighs> national like that. I, I think they're going to be sending hard messages yeah. and all kinds of stuff. Who knows? Yeah, it's going to be epic though. That's yeah. a reason to watch right there. Seriously, even Saints fans, even tune Saints in. Fans.
3: tune in and watch.
1: Well, I'll be bartending, so hopefully I'll be able to look back behind me. There and you know go. What's go. Going on. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Tell people, shut up. You'll get your beer in a minute. Right. 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 Got right. it. You Don't just make my
2: Wait. (laughs) All right. Uh, Speaking of
1: music, we're going to stick
2: with music. Uh, Ariana Grande. Yes. Okay. Ariana Grande, she recently had uh, Thank You. uh, She's been out for a while now, and she's had some pretty good songs and pretty good hits, Mm -hmm. but Thank You, believe it or not, was her – first number one song oh, out that, of like that. all the songs yeah. that she's had thank you was her first number one song and that it was really cool because it debuted at number one yeah didn't climb up the charts and get to know right. it debuted at number one well her new song uh seven rings mm-hmm. just debuted at number one Damn. so now she's had two number one songs and for the first time in billboards history She's the first artist to have both of her number one songs debut at number
0: one. Damn. Um good which, couple months for her. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean she's well, been bounce back. There was
1: some controversy around Seven Rings, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't I'm a little bit fuzzy on it, I'll admit. I kind of skimmed through an article when I had a quick second. So, did, are you clear on what happened? I am not
2: clear on what happened. There's a lot of controversy surrounding yeah, it. about
1: it's the like the gist of it is about like cultural appropri- appropriation, mm-hmm. right? About yeah. some of the lyrics and stuff that she had. Yeah, yeah about weaves and I mean, things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I just I I had seen where this one other woman, um, a black woman, was commenting about it and saying like, you know, when people talk about. A a white woman having a weave, they think just oh, it's a wig, it's fun, it's sexy. But when they talk about a black woman having a weave, they think of it's ghetto, it's uh, you know fake or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so she was basically trying to say that Ariana Grande is reappropriating that Mm -hmm. by talking about weaves and stuff in her song. Again, I'm kind of fuzzy, so I might be getting some of those details wrong, but Mm -hmm. I think that's what I understand. And I think Ariana tried to apologize. She she did, kind of like you know, I didn't mean to upset anybody or to you know do anything wrong
0: yeah i mean i if you don't know and then you come out and apologize like it they didn't do it on purpose no like, and i mean
2: <laughs> I just, uh, you can't please everybody. It's true. Everybody's going to hate you for something these it's days. True. It just seems like it's crazy. It's true. Uh, she did break another record also. She also joins Mariah Carey and Britney Spears as the only other female artist with multiple number one debuts. That's awesome. Uh, In the Hot 100 history. Cool. So congratulations Oops, to her. Oops, she did it again. Oops, Oops she, she did, did, it. did it again. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Uh, uh, so, okay, you want to talk just a little bit about controversy because uh, yeah, it kind of deals I mean, with...
0: Uh, yeah, a little bit. A little bit. R. Kelly, he just finished up, I mean, Everybody knows we've been reporting on all the crazy shit that's been going on with him. But uh, he just finished up his last album that he's been working on with Sony recently dropped from. But now he's looking for a new distributor to see if anybody wants to sell this album with him. Yeah. And,
2: and apparently what? There, there's, there's like leads. takers. Yeah. Like, want to. makes no sense. Like, what
0: is wrong right? with people? Yeah, it, Like, it, you it, see all of this happening, and you're still wanting to turn a blind eye to it? Yeah. Unfortunately, what?
1: Unfortunately, I think a, a lot of people understand the, again, unfortunate fact that uh, controversy and the things like that, and fuck, creepy fucking pedophile guys mm-hmm. somehow draw attention and sell things. And mm-hmm. we have a weird fascination with people who are just de- super depraved.
2: That's, that's true. Well, I mean, t- that's great, like because I just read today, too, that Brian Singer, mm-hmm. I mean, talking back about Bohemian Rhapsody, and... It, Stands to collect, even though he was fired, you know, and all the controversy. His payday for Bohemian Rhapsody, because he still is the only credited director on the film, is going to be more than forty million dollars because of his back end points.
0: That's crazy. Like
2: you got to be kidding! That's ridiculous. All the stuff that's circulating around this guy, and and all the controversy on the film with children.
0: Yeah, with with children, children.
2: and he's going to walk away forty million dollars. I'm just like.
0: Uh, it's, it's I don't understand why any criminal pursuit hasn't been come forth yet with that.
2: And well, yeah, exactly. Uh, I we'll see. Maybe if Kevin Spacey, yeah, if that one, there's goes rumors that Kevin Spacey was a frequent visitor at some of those Brian Singer parties and everything. Yeah, and I feel like if shit moves forward with Kevin Spacey and that gets ugly, we might start hearing a whole lot more about Brian Singer yeah. to try to like. You know, yeah. I don't know. Mm. We'll 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 keep. It. Okay, let's lighten it up a little bit. We have some awesome guests coming up. We do. I mean, you brought it up earlier. We got Spencer uh Spencer Trenwith from Wonder Woman 1984, yeah. which and he's his story is amazing. Yeah. Like I just when you guys almost hear his story, almost like, paralyzed. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. like can't not, wait for that one. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be like crazy. We've got because anybody who knows anything, you know, America 2.0 hottest podcast in the country, and like we've got Catherine Castro yeah. coming up from America 2.0. That's right. Huge supporters
0: which, of them over there.
2: Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, like crazy. If you guys have heard of uh, Dark Web, like this crazy series right now that's going uh, internet-based or whatever, Michael Nardelli is mm-hmm. coming on from that. Um, that's going to be really huge. Uh, you got somebody
0: from The Punisher, and she's also the third... What is it? Highest ranked woman poet in the world. Oh, yeah. Something like that. Uh, Ashley she, August.
2: Ashley August. This, I can't wait to talk to her. And we're going to ask her all about because apparently we're huge into Oprah, but Ashley's huge into Beyonce. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to ask her about that because I mean, I bet that's part gonna of the beehive. Be- oh, yeah. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what we hear. So we're going to ask her and find out if that's uh, definitely true. We got Jackson Douglas from mm-hmm. Gilmore Girls coming up. Really excited about that. Yeah. Um, so just all and. You wanna to introduce today's guest? That's today's right. Guest Mahoney. Mahoney. Mahoney.
0: Yeah. Sergeant Mahoney. Royce Johnson from Daredevil and Punisher. And
2: Jessica Jones. And Jessica Jones. I mean, this guy, like like honestly, if you guys remember Daredevil season one. He wasn't even a detective. No, yet. he's in the he's in the blue. Yeah, still, he's know? just
0: I mean, a patrol he's officer. Been there from the beginning yeah. of the Netflix. Helping Marvel Nelson series. and Murdoch like while they're doing their early lawyer yeah, shit. Like,
2: absolutely was a huge part in the current season. Well, he's been throughout. He's been in every season of yeah. uh, Daredevil and, and Punisher yeah. and Punisher. But huge part in the current season of Daredevil and huge part in the current season of Punisher. Yeah. So I can't wait. And and I just read today, so I can't wait to ask him about this. As you guys know for sure, the Save Daredevil campaign. Mm-hmm. This thing has gotten so much steam, I guess, since all the celebrities. You know, one of our past guests, Jeff Cantor, uh, uh, he's Jeff Cantor, uh, Amy Rutberg, uh, Royce. And- I wouldn't be surprised if Vincent, you know, they're 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 actually going to be on the Today Show out in the the, the outside crowd, crowd yeah. area uh, to talk all about the Save Daredevil, Save Daredevil. campaign. So we're going to ask Royce all about that because yeah. that thing's blowing up seriously. You know, so all right, epic. so it's going to be exciting. Yes. let's call
0: him. Let's do it. Hello. Hello, Royce Johnson.
4: Yeah, what's going on?
2: man? Hey, man, how are you?
4: I'm good, man. I'm freezing to death out here, man. <laughs> That's
2: right, you up north right now going through that polar vortex, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> yeah, exactly,
2: exactly, man. <laughs> oh, man. Well, listen. Th- welcome inside the Crazy Ant Farm, man. We really appreciate you taking the time and come on to talk to us today.
0: Hell yeah. No, of
4: course, man. Of course. Anytime, man. Oh, 80. awesome. Number one um, show. Number one show, brother. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm
2: Dustin. Logan is here with me, so you're going to be talking to us today.
0: Yep, yep. What's going on, Logan? What's up, man?
2: <laughs> oh, man. So excited. Okay, so first of all, we should let you know, we're just outside of the New Orleans area currently, and when we said you were coming no on. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah, we, <laughs> no got <laughs> we got a lot of New Orleans listeners. We got a lot of New Orleans listeners. Yeah. Yes. Yes. The five oh four. We got a lot of listeners oh, and they are happy you're on. That's
4: exact that's cool, man. That's cool, brother.
2: Oh man. So listen first of all, let us say congratulations, man. Both thank season you. three of Daredevil and season two of Punisher, yeah. just absolutely phenomenal, man. And thank you, brother. I appreciate it, man. Oh, dude, we, we we could not be more happy for you. Such an <laughs> integral part from the beginning. From I mean, from the very beginning yeah, of seriously. the MCU stuff on Netflix, you you were there.
4: Right from day one, man. Yeah, uh, you know, Elden and Charlie. I mean, day zero, man.
2: Exactly. Um, exactly yeah we're really excited about that so what we want to do is talk a little bit about because our we have a lot of listeners who are trying to get into the industry and who are, are, are mm-hmm. really excited about that so what we'd like to do is start off maybe talking a little bit about how you got into the industry about how your love for acting or how you how that came about and then we're gonna of course jump into all the mcu stuff because we're really excited to talk about that but let's talk a little okay. bit was it something that you always wanted to do coming up in new orleans or how did the whole acting bug get you no no
4: i mean you know i've always been a fan like Anybody who go to the, the movie theaters, a lot going into one. The only thing we do there mostly is like eat a lot and go to the movie. Right. So drive in and stuff like that. So I went to the military right after high school. Uh, and then I decided to come back. Mm. I uh, auditioned. Have you ever seen the movie, Coming to America? Where I always like to think that I flipped a coin. You know whether I yeah. <laughs> know you have to do one of those, become an actor. There so you. I decided to audition for Sumi Purchase. I had never had any acting experience whatsoever. Mm. And they they auditioned a thousand people, only accept twenty seven. And I was one twenty seven. Wow,
0: 29. that's crazy.
4: And, you know, I, I it was like it was like playing a lottery ticket, man. Like if right. you don't win, you don't care. But if you do win, you want your money. You know what I mean?
0: Hell yeah.
4: <laughs> So that's how it happened, man. Uh, I, I, I was still in the military. I auditioned. Uh, and then they accepted me. And the rest is history, brother. That's yeah. I mean. Wow.
2: Yeah, I'd say fact. it worked out pretty
0: well. Yeah, seriously.
2: <laughs>
4: yeah. Seven <laughs> auditions in one week, man. Today is Friday, man. Oh,
2: Seven, my goodness. man auditions. Well I feel TVL, like NBC. I feel like they announced the sequel to coming to America. You you I feel like you gotta get in it. I mean <laughs> yeah.
4: I do have to get into this, you know. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Hey, I can bring your dialect. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely,
2: man. That would be fantastic. <laughs> So, okay, well, wow. that's an interesting story, though. I love how you just kind of, like, jumped into it, yeah. got it, and never looked back, man. That's that's inspiring. And I never
4: looked back, man. You know, it was just one of those things, you know, everybody always said, hey, I always wanted to be a dancer. I was in a, a high school play. I didn't do any of that. Mm-hmm. I, you know, just went to the military, served my country, and then I decided to get out of the military. And I still had those bearings about myself. And I used a, uh, an audition piece from the soldiers' play to use as my audition piece. Yeah. Now, yeah, I was already a soldier, so it wasn't a stretch for me. Mm-hmm. So I did a piece from that, and my Shakespeare sucks. I mean, it was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because you have to do like two contrasting monologues. Right. And, you know, uh, but of course I'm much better. You know, I've been in Shakespeare in the park and everything, so. Since then. But at the time, the guy was like, you're from New Orleans? He drove to New York to audition? I was like, yeah, I just wanted to become an actor, man. And uh, uh, he said, well, you know, you know, give us what you got, you know? And his name was Dean Irby. Mm-hmm. Okay. He went to Dillard University in New Orleans. So uh, that that piece wound up being my first the way Show with Anthony Mackie, Tay Diggs, all those big time guys, which Mackie is from the ones as well. Yeah, absolutely, and in Very the MCU nice. as
2: well. Yep. I mean, you
4: know, it's all yeah, funny, exactly. Right? Who would have thought? Oh, and Mike Colton was in the Soldier's Place. Well, there, there oh, you go. Damn, damn. And uh, who else? Dorian Mitchell, who's uh cop. Talk about, we didn't know that at the time. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> we did say? You know what we want to do? We want to be in the Marvel Universe, That's, man. Let's <laughs> all reach for this. <laughs> let's all go for
2: it. Oh, man. That's, so, okay, so let's jump into the MCU, because like you said, since day one, you've been there, and I was doing some research for you and everything. You realize that other than the leads, themselves, you, sir, have been in the most episodes out of everybody else. Uh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, but my it, friend told me this morning.
4: Just yeah, this morning. Said,
2: it ended up I think it's that, like thirty percent of the episodes you've been in, which is phenomenal, man. Congratulations. <laughs>
4: Thank you, man. This is
2: my uh, my come out, man, my breakout. Oh, dude, yeah. And listen, one of the things that I really like that Marvel, I think, does really well is character development. And I think it, just your role has been one of those really fun ones to watch from where you started off Thank wearing you. the blues to where you are now in Season 2 of Punisher has just been a phenomenal mm-hmm. growth. Let's the talk arc. about that a little bit, about where what? how did you approach the character and did you kind of know that this, this – where he was going to end up or where he was going?
4: No, I had no clue. You know, uh, I went and I had the audition. Uh, Of course, there was an NBA. uh, I had to sign. Absolutely. Marvel's crazy with that. (laughs) Right, right. They're crazy. It was an NBA. So it was in a small industrial building. It's like the size of a a bathroom. Oh, wow. So I, 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 right, yeah, yeah. So I auditioned. Didn't know what I was auditioning for. And uh, it was a Friday afternoon, I remember. I was like, who has auditions on a Friday evening? Like, I need to get my weekend started. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, <laughs> so I went in. I read for uh, you know a cop role, basic cop role. I played a lot of cops, uh, and then that was it. No callback, nothing. Um, so then I get a call, and my agent says, "You just booked a, a Marvel Television show." Oh Whoa. my goodness! And, uh, I was like, "Whoa! When did that happen?"
3: Right. That like,
4: had I known, I might have. I don't know. Done something different. I right. Mean, <laughs> it, you know? And as the episodes progressed and uh, they liked the work I was doing, I got more and more episodes. It was more, more like feeding you know, breadcrumbs, leaving breadcrumbs.
3: Right. Mm.
4: You know, you know, my agency would call and it was like, they want you for another episode. Then two would pass and it's like, they want you for another episode. And then, before you know it, uh, season one was complete. And I had finished about six or seven. I had been in six or seven
2: seven episodes. yeah, mm, And
4: we never got the script. I didn't get the entire script. I only got my side. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. So I was saying names of people that I didn't even know mm-hmm. <laughs> in the comics. Well,
2: I, so, I, I, be- I guess that's got to be interesting, right? Because you've got to try to develop this character and have some sort of play off of these other characters. Right. You have no idea who you're
4: playing off against. I have no I mean- idea exactly you know i was like uh yeah and they
0: killed ben yurik and i'm like who is ben yurik <laughs> right you're like uh <laughs> for
4: me i have to create a ben yurik right <laughs> uh, because i saw it when you guys saw it you know mm-hmm. uh let see the first season yeah so when the second season came you're like oh man we love your work we love the work you're doing uh let's just say that you know your costume may change the season too
2: oh nice yeah uh,
4: yeah, I was like, really? Uh, you know, I thought I'd be wearing like <laughs> I <did it> white, just <laughs> white. But no, I'm like, no, you wear a suit, brother. You you get bumped up. It's so, uh, so always as an actor to get bumped up. That means a lot to us. Oh, absolutely. We appreciate it. You know uh, that they like the work we're doing because I didn't know. You know, I didn't. I didn't know what I was going say these two pages that we've given you and that's it. And I had to make those pages come alive. And I like to think that the last line they would give me, I would try to make it like a catchphrase so they would have me back. Oh, you know, like awesome. Bruce Willis like, yippee yay mother. You know, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, that'll make them want to see more of me. Absolutely. You know? uh, and it worked for the second season. And I, I love Brett's arc, you know, being in blues. Uh, I love that he's grown, he's seasoned now. By the time The Punisher begins, Uh I love season two of Daredevil where he's he's green, he's in, a, in an outfit that he's not used to wearing. Yep. I mean, Foggy makes makes a statement like, "You're wearing a tie. There's not even a clip on."
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you brought hand that over up because I love the relationship between you and Foggy, and now, uh, uh, the, oh yeah. Uh, one thing that I really like that you've been able to do and I think I guess with the writing and the writing crew has been able to do is that Mahoney has been able to progress the way he's progressed and while he he bends a little bit he he's where he is now but he's never broken. He's like stuck to who he is and he's not going to uh-huh. change who he is, but he he's realizing uh-huh. that there's a line there that maybe you can play with a little bit without breaking it and I I love exactly. how you've done that. Um, especially Thank in you. season two of Punisher. I think it, it, it's just, yeah, that's a fantastic arc right there, how, you, how you've been able to do that with Mahoney.
4: Yeah, just, I think I wanted to always keep Mahoney with the integrity that, exactly uh, he started with in the beginning. You know, he took a note, you know, uh, in law enforcement, and, you know, not to sound cliche or anything, but his job is to protect the community. Right. That's his, that's his job. And a friend asking for favors is great and good, but I still have to stay within that, those compounds. Yep. And I managed to do that. And the writers managed to do that to uh, 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 keep him, you know, strong and, and, and be a person of, uh, of power. Still, still, even when he's vulnerable to a childhood friend, he still has his power.
2: You know? Absolutely. And I think I got to tell you, one of one of my favorite scenes from this current season and one of the scenes that I think that shows that really well is the ambulance scene where it goes over the side, oh. you know, and you and Frank are, are in the <laughs> dilemma and it's he's against everything you you know, Mahoney stands for. But there's Mahoney and he's like, I can't shoot this guy in the back. Yeah. I got to let him go. I, I, I don't the want to, but
3: I've got to let life. him go.
4: <laughs> yeah it's just it's like the guy just saved my life but i still have a job exactly it shows you that mahoney never lets his guard down
2: no never never down. and the, the look of defeat on your face when you realize you're not going to shoot him it's yeah. like damn it <laughs>
4: <laughs> i can't do this i had like, the shot yeah I can exactly a shot you know uh what does that mean for mahoney going forward like i had the shot and I couldn't take right, it. Right, right. Yeah, what a scene, man. Yeah, I gotta seriously. ask you
2: because, I mean, I think Mahoney should end up with Madani. I'm seeing some chemistry oh, there, bro. Oh, wow,
4: everybody's saying that. <laughs> they, they need to have something of a... that. where Ship has developed as well. That, that's another art. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, uh, uh, from meeting her the first time in season one, uh, reading her files, you know, doing my research now as a, as a detective. Right. Yeah. Uh, and trusting her and then becoming suspicious of her mm-hmm. and then going back to making her somewhat a teammate mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and reminding her of the oath that she's taken of being one of the good guys. Yeah. Like We're one of the good guys. We are not supposed to be, you know, protecting vigilantes right? harboring them or lying for them. And when she begins to lie to me, now she is in deep trouble, I mm-hmm. guess, you know. I don't know whether to rat her out, or to see where this leads.
3: Right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you exactly.
4: know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and with, a
2: uh, spoiler alert, but when she shoots you, that's one of the best scenes ever. Like, I, yeah. Mean, I just- Yeah, uh... <laughs>
4: everybody says that. <laughs> there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, inhales when it comes to breath this season. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, but, without you that, like, know?
2: you know, when you stumble and stand up, that look on your face is like, did you really just shoot Yeah, me? did like, this <laughs> just happen? <laughs> (laughs)
4: Like, 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 hey, come on. Is it that serious, Madani? And and that's when Mahoney
2: realizes he's fallen for her. Right. (laughs)
4: I'm falling for you, Madani. That's right. You shot me. How can I not love you? Oh, my gosh. I'm falling for you. That's right. That's right, man.
2: So, So, okay, so Listen. There's obviously a huge fan base for these shows, and I know there's a whole transition thing going on with Disney and Fox and Netflix and the whole battle and everything, but I just feel like there's a lot of people out there that want these shows to continue. And you guys have done an amazing yeah, job of the character development and the storylines. And so I want to talk a little bit about this massive Save Daredevil campaign going on right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just blowing up the, uh, the social media and the Internet. It's got the petition started and, uh, you know, Vincent got behind it mm-hmm. and pushed it. And, and if I'm not mistaken, uh, you guys are showing up. It, on the Today Show, right? To kind of talk about it?
4: Well, uh, good Morning America. Good Morning uh, America, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's a campaign where we got petitioners to sign
2: mm-hmm.
4: uh, trying to overturn, you know, because we're not in on those conversations. Tell right. We do
3: to, right.
4: to know, you know, about whether a show will continue. Or not. Mm-hmm. I mean, even people from like Law and Order, who's been on the air 19 years, right? Like, they still don't know if they'll be back. You know, yeah. Right. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm hoping we're all hoping and praying with our posters and T-shirts and, and campaigning that our voice is heard, basically mm-hmm. uh, throughout the country uh, to have enough signatures. But uh, this is above our, 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 you know, pay grade, I right? Say, the law right. enforcement, cop, to, to for these decisions to make to be made uh jeff Loeb sent out emails you know apologizing to us saying that it's not us the the show's are great our our talent is great we've been a great cast but we don't know where we will land i mean those are questions that i just don't have the answer
2: to absolutely well uh, you know we had uh, jeff cantor on recently also and he talked about the same yeah and he, uh, he very much along the same line said you know hey we we, we want this to survive, but it's not us. And that he talked about getting the apology and that it's not Marvel that's doing it. So I just kind of get talking to you both. Uh, uh, this family I guess everybody involved with Marvel it's just this really tight family community you can tell the passion that you guys have mm-hmm. yeah. for these characters mm-hmm. and vice versa mm-hmm. that the writers and creators have for you guys um and that's mm-hmm. a great thing and I think that goes to the fans as well you guys really put that out there and appreciate your fans and I think that's why the mm-hmm. fan support is so so overwhelming back towards you guys
0: yeah I mean we follow you yeah, guys we, on right. all social media so we see like Deborah Ann wall posts about it and Amy Rutberg posts mm-hmm. about it all the time, so yeah. it's really awesome mm-hmm, to see.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're fighting back, you know.
0: Absolutely,
4: uh, hoping that we're we're heard in some sort of way. Yeah. Well, know? we, Whatever we hope we're so. that Uh things can be every anything can be overturned. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, so we're hoping that this is one of them. these shows have been the top rated show on Netflix. Great. Uh, and to, to to the good part is that we if they we've ended on a high note.
0: That's a great one. Yeah, definitely. But
4: we we are we are a family over the last four to five years. Mm -hmm. And we want to continue that fan base, keep the fan base, continue working with the same people. Mm -hmm. We don't want it to be, you know, a year. How long will the fans wait until another day? Right, Right. Right. and I'm glad you brought that up.
2: I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, know, there's this contention of a two-year, you're not allowed to show up anywhere for two years, you know, if you are indeed canceled on Netflix. Disney can't run it somewhere else for like two years, I think I read, Mm -hmm. which is crazy. I mean, uh, it's insane, brother. Yeah, and and it's just unfortunate. Well, listen, we're we're well behind. We talk about you guys all the time on the show. We have a huge block of fans for the MCU. And oh, wait, be- man.
4: So you can, I need mean, to, because my the, uh, representatives, uh, they want to make sure that I am putting my social media stuff out there. Oh, we're going to
2: tell them everywhere. A- <laughs> we share all your stuff. And Since
4: I am Roy Johnson. I am Roy Johnson on IG. I don't Twitter yet. But, gotcha. You know, Facebook, Instagram, put it out there. There yeah. you go. Yeah, and
2: <laughs> look, look. Let me tell you, I'm loving the Instagram because you you post a lot of behind the scenes stuff, yeah, which seriously. is fantastic. Yeah, I did stuff no one
4: else did. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, man. i We're loving the Instagram stuff. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah.
4: what? At the time, it started small, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to get footage. Yeah. Of no one else. Did. That's yeah. right. <laughs> and to post that the fans are loving it. And you know, to see the ambulance chasing. Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely. See, and know, I'm proud gonna... of the ambulance up there.
2: I'm just gonna say, Royce. I n- I noticed there's a lot of Madani pictures.
4: Man. <laughs> oh man! I don't know what am I trying to start here? I, I right, like, like, like my like Amy with foggy. That's like right. Andy I, with Elders, I you know, gotta tell like, you, my favorite I see a marriage coming. <laughs> I see a good part. Uh, seriously,
2: partner. you guys have already gone to prom. I think that was my favorite post I've seen in the last couple of weeks. Is the Madani picture with you, where you guys look like you're at prom? You're doing the classic prom pose. I was just did, dying. Pose,
4: and I call it the prom pose. I was like, look, Mr. thing. And nah. people, I mean, some of the fans were like, this is weird. <laughs> yeah. you know to see Madani and, and uh, I call it Eminem Eminem
0: yeah <laughs> that's epic yeah.
4: <laughs> can we
2: use that hashtag
4: we'll start we'll start
2: hashtagging <laughs> y'all Eminem that'll be fantastic Eminem Madani
4: Mahoney any pictures you have with Madani Mall. oh uh, but
3: that's yeah, hilarious uh,
4: no we, we work well together she's amazing mm-hmm. you know you find a good partner you know with Eldon and, and Charlie and Debra Ann, and you want to stick with that because you know at the back we're not going to always work with the people that we like yeah. Uh or, or you know, uh they're very generous act we're very generous mm-hmm. active like that. We we want you to be at your best. We want to give you your best. And that's what makes and working with someone like Amber, we she she allows that that Brand allows that elder Charlie mm-hmm. and, and it just makes you want to give more as well to them. Yeah. When it's their close up or women
0: Right. Definitely. Yeah. Well you have massive support on Twitter, I might say. Um they're even,
4: oh, wow. do I?
0: yeah. they they're, they're even wanting you to like come up into the movie side, like in the Avengers and stuff. Like it's crazy. They really do, yeah.
4: Wow, I hope somebody's hearing that. I don't know, uh, right? Like
0: we're uh, putting it, it out there.
4: like a Black Panther two or something.
2: Uh, you know? Absolutely, uh,
4: absolutely. Listen,
2: man. Hey, plus, Spidey. Spider Man. Spider Man. I say, mean, <laughs> Mahoney is in New York. How can you yeah.
4: not see him in a Spider Man
0: movie? Right? <laughs> exactly. But, like, That'd be pretty exactly.
4: epic. He is in New York City. Uh it could be like i said on oh, one other show uh it could be you know dropping off uh uh,
3: getting a sandwich for his mom. Yeah, so exactly.
4: They, and he looks up and he sees some kid and uh-huh. uh, some vigilante in a fighting suit jumping from one building. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's a, that's a uh, great
2: point, right? Mahoney yeah. does leave Hell's Kitchen.
4: He can he can show up
2: in Brooklyn. Exactly. I mean, he can, he can <laughs> like,
4: Come on. Yeah, he can just work in one area and live somewhere else. Or right. Have, like I said, have an aunt that lives in Queens. Oh that's my York, gosh. You know? yeah, yeah, that's you know, so <laughs> may not be
0: his
4: jurisdiction. <laughs> hey, you know.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, but we're pushing for it. We're pushing for <laughs> you, man.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. So, so let, what, what do you have coming up? Uh, I mean, you got, you got auditions just left and right. We know yeah. that. Um, and again, oh, thank, you. Right, thank you. Thank you for rescheduling, man. We know you were really busy and you had yeah. a lot of auditions this week. We really can't stress enough how much we appreciate your rescheduling and still making the show, bro. Yeah, man. I
4: said, look, I told uh, the guys, I said, I want to do this. I got to do this. Uh, even if we changed it two, three times, my word is my bond, man. My integrity, man. Uh,
0: well, we appreciate so I'm that. I'm glad
4: that I was able to. You know, even with the crazy weather here, you know, everybody, you know, coughing and it's like 10 degrees. Mm-hmm. Right?
0: I swear, man.
4: <laughs> well, we got Ghost in the Graveyard coming out. That's uh, right. I'm doing it with Jake Busey, you know, Olivia Larson, mm-hmm. uh, Kelly Burland, uh, uh My first horror thriller movie. I'm excited.
2: Awesome. To Very see, uh, nice. A
4: small screen of that. And uh, we've got to hit the gym a little more, you know? Uh, there we go. That's what's coming up. Nice. <laughs> some, some rest, you
2: know? He's, some rest. He's planning for Luke Cage. Right. That's, that's the only one you haven't been on yeah. yet. you got to get on Luke K. I mean, you know. It's funny because that's who I stayed with when I went to uh, Los Angeles. I, I stayed with Mike. Oh, and nice. Was on, you know, I was with
4: Luke Cage. stayed with Luke Cage while I was Hell running. yeah. You
0: know? uh, <laughs> Mike Holton. Oh, no, it's a my 15 goodness. 15 year friendship, man. I value it. Very um, nice. That's the only yeah. show that. I've
4: and isn't it funny?
0: It's the only one I wasn't
4: on. Right.
2: Uh, yeah, right? That's, like, that's
0: hilarious. Yeah, that is hilarious. So I, I, you know, I was like, man, where, where, what's, up, what's up, man? Are you telling those writers not to put me on your show? Right.
2: Here? Like, what's up with that? <laughs> you, don't, you don't want me to steal your trailer? Right. Up, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what
4: it is. He saw Mahoney moving up. He's like, nah, uh-uh. <laughs> nah, man
0: kick that dude off my <laughs> 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 oh my goodness nah that's my best friend man he's one of my besties that's awesome so
4: that's my bro that's awesome um, and I'm, I'm glad that he's been so successful as well you know? yeah yeah
0: absolutely. definitely well what we like to do how we like to wrap everything up is we like to have our guests give a little piece of advice for the upcomers trying to break into the industry you know like what pitfalls to avoid and what things I mean you might want to do to get a better start so I mean what advice would you give to someone coming up in the industry,
4: the advice I would give is keep going. You know, there's no uh, special uh, lock or key that I have mm-hmm. that will guarantee that you will make it or not make it. But I say follow your dreams. You know, trust your craft, trust your training, uh, trust the guidance, enjoy the ride, mm-hmm. and uh, it's like being in a casino. One of these days, you will hit. Hell yeah. Uh, You just got to stay in the game and don't give up. No matter what kind of audition you had, keep at it. Somebody's going to recognize your talent. It only takes one person Mm -hmm. to believe in you. Uh, Steve Lightfoot saw me. He saw my work in Daredevil. And he's like, I got to have this guy on my show.
3: Mm -hmm.
4: You know? And I had one episode in season one that turned into seven or eight in season two. That's yep. right. You know, so keep going, keep pushing forward, don't look to the side, and follow your dream.
0: Damn, that's, that's awesome.
4: The, you know, the easiest way I can say, don't give up. Exactly. You know, so it's, a hard, it's a hard industry, it's a hard job, you know, being an artist, mm-hmm. you know? uh, And a lot of people, a lot of good people I know, they give up, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, thinking they're not old enough, they're too short, they're too, too thin, too right. big. There's a place for everybody and just, just
0: everyone. Yeah.
4: So I say keep pushing on, keep moving it. Uh And uh, as long as you stay in the game, someone will see you.
0: That's right. That's, yeah. Perfectly, perfectly said. Perfectly said. Hell Great yeah.
4: advice. So, well, well
2: listen, man, like, like I said, we appreciate you coming on. Our our fans are going to love this interview. You have just been, your enthusiasm and, and your laughter is just <laughs> contagious. Seriously. Man. You
4: can, that's New Orleans,
2: man. Come I exactly. swear. <laughs> we, we know how to party in party New Orleans. We know how to have a good time. <laughs> yeah. Thank anytime you. you want to come back and talk, just shoot the shit with us or promote a project, man, you're more than a, welcome, man. I'm Awesome.
4: This is fun, man. I enjoy it. Especially, you know about NOLA. You yeah, hell yeah, over. bro. <laughs> and my Saints, my Saints are
2: cheating, man. Oh, no. He getting that in before Super Bowl Sunday. He knows. Yeah, he knows. We were robbed. <laughs>
4: <laughs> all right, brother. All right, man. I take care you. now. All right,
0: brother. All right. Bye. See ya. Man, just what an energetic, awesome well, guy, Ryan, man. He clearly, just loves his shit.
2: Yeah, he is having fun. I mean, that is a guy who's having fun right there. Yeah. Uh, Je- wow i'm so like inspired by him. i know he's just like uh, what i love my favorite thing a couple of things in there that just really jumped out at me one he's like us he's like i'm getting in the car and They're i'm driving going. From new orleans it's to new york. york to do this audition yeah like 20 it. hours <laughs> like <laughs> right? we've taken road trips like that to do something that's important so i love that the other thing is like he didn't even know it was a marvel show Mm -mm. like they don't even tell you that's insane closet sized room he does the audition okay thanks we'll see you later and he doesn't they don't even tell you what you're auditioning for marvel is hardcore bro (laughs) seriously that's like insane but it really is oh man i'm so glad we had him on the show
0: hell yeah thank you again royce johnson for coming on the show mahoney all right, now it is time for the top five segment. Oh, man, this week it was top five movie soundtracks. Movie soundtracks. Oh, man. I'm
1: this... always surprised at how difficult these are. I'm I know. I'm like, oh, you know, I'll, I'll be able to do this real quick. And I'm like, oh, there's too many. You're and like, damn
2: it. Yeah, and then the hardest part is, like, confining it to five. Yeah. Right. At first you freak out, like, oh, how am I going to get right. five. And then you realize you have, like, 50. Yeah. are like, like, oh, sure. okay, all right. Now, I mean.
0: Let's we it back a little bit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Ladies go first.
1: Alrighty. Um. I think one of my just favorite in general um, is Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Oh, um, yes. yeah. a yeah. good soundtrack. Um, such a good movie. Um, I also really like the soundtrack and the movie um, Shaun of the Dead. Mm, that one's yeah, pretty great. Yeah. Um, I really liked the soundtrack in Baby Driver. That yes, was a good movie, Yes, Baby Driver. Oh, such and an excellent movie. Yeah. So centered around music and stuff anyway. It was, it was really great. Um, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Mm. Um, and then... I have like a dual one for um, just only instrumental soundtracks but of course Star Wars and Harry Potter I mean sure I mean sure. they're so iconic and then my little uh, little honorable mention is Batman Forever I Batman know it's one Batman
2: Forever of the,
1: no it's good Ga- I know it's like know. not the best Batman movie but it's
2: by far definitely not the no, best no but <laughs> that
1: Seal song in particular I, I really oh. love yeah, that song a Rose and, Yeah. a yeah when yeah. I was a kid yeah. I was like that's the most romantic song <laughs> so those are mine <laughs> All right, okay. Emily. Okay.
2: Emily is just like, Let, let's process that for
1: a moment. <laughs> I like Seal, okay? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Who didn't? All right, everybody all right. likes Seal, all right. I
1: know I know. me and Logan have two duplicates.
2: It's okay. okay. It's okay. All right,
1: so Eight Mile.
2: Eight Mile. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. A
1: Star is Born. Yep. Black Panther. Yep. And then I have old movies. It's okay. You're going to yell at me for calling them old, but it's okay. Yeah. Uh uh, pretty woman and top gun oh yeah
2: pretty woman and top gun right. old, old old movies, old movies. Yeah, yeah, those are old movies
0: right? <laughs> right. oh yeah, man 90 old uh, movies, uh, old movies you know Older.
2: 86 though i mean top gun's 86 yeah mm. just call them gaffer uh, <laughs> exactly <laughs> they
0: go man. in the gaffer category danger zone <laughs> <laughs> All right, on mine, I have Rockstar, Mark Wahlberg's Rockstar. Mm. That was really good. Jennifer Aniston's in that one. So, yeah, you know you know yeah. how that goes. Um, Friends. Yes. Uh-huh. Get Rich or Die Trying, 50 Cent movie. That was about his life. This next one, I have two because it's hard oh, Tarzan slash Shark Tale. Tarzan was so good. That was the first oh, ever was... uh, movie I saw in a movie theater. And oh. I love Phil Collins, so that's wow. awesome. Oh, happy birthday, Phil, by the yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. it on, is On this Phil's recording, birthday. it
2: is Phil Collins' birthday. Happy, yeah. Happy birthday.
0: Yeah, and then Shark Tale, that was the first time I ever got exposed to Bob Marley. So. Oh. Oh, yeah. yeah. That one was good, too. They did mm-hmm.
1: the car wash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, working yeah, at
0: the good. car wash. Yeah, it was really no, good. That's pretty fun. Yeah. All right. All right. I, bro, I have two more. <laughs> what are you oh, doing? No,
2: because you, you combined two there. Right. What are you <laughs> doing? It's a gaffer movie.
0: that's right. Uh, and then I have a Star is Born, Oscar-nominated Star is Born. Uh, we shall see if it will win anything, which I mm-hmm. I think so. think so. Yeah. And then uh, 8 Mile. 8 like, Mile. Yeah, yeah, like low cam. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: All right. Well, I'm just going to put a Star is Born because that seems to be a trend. Uh, Tavia, you haven't seen it yet. I have not. Otherwise, you'd have it on your list. I'm just saying yeah, it just would say. be on the list. I mean, it would be It is enough. really good. Uh, the Greatest Showman because, mm-hmm. I mean, Hugh yeah. Jackman. Come on the show, Hugh. Come on the show. Come on the show. I mean, it's a great soundtrack. Uh, and then I
1: have some, okay, uh,
2: Batman, the, uh, Michael, Keaton, won? Batman oh, Michael okay. Keaton, Batman 1, Michael Keaton, because I love Prince, and it's all Prince. That soundtrack is all Prince.
1: Michael Keaton is my favorite Batman.
2: Yeah, I, I agreed. I, I like Michael Keaton's uh, Batman, and I thought that soundtrack was fantastic. And then uh, I guess these are prehistoric if yours are old, Emily, no. so I'm just going to go. Grease, it's um, great um, soundtrack. Yeah. I mean, yeah. come on. It is the one that you want. You know it is. <laughs> right? I
1: kind of tried to avoid musicals because I feel like that's a little bit too right. Like- oh come on! But it's a soundtrack. It is. All
2: right. It all right. And then Saturday Night Fever. Oh, yeah. Come yeah. on, the Bee Gees. They yeah. like, rocked it. Like, yeah. That soundtrack was the best-selling album of all time yeah. until Thriller. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> nobody knows so. what they're saying. <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do you? <laughs> <laughs> I do. You, you must to have to be. No, you just had to grow up in the <laughs> 70s, okay? You have, have you to be know. a certain <laughs> age
0: to understand what they're saying. The frequency there? Yeah, that's right.
2: That's right.
0: Uh, oh my I goodness all. <laughs> I know. I uh, know. talk about a gap for a moment let's take it back in time with that's this day in history right.
2: that's right on this day in history which we should say january 30th yes so whenever you're listening to this show on this day in history january 30th 1969 was the last public performance made by the beatles mm. wow they performed on the roof of apple records in london And oddly enough, it was not planned. It's just something that happened. Yeah. And the cops came and busted it up. (laughs) Yeah. It's so crazy. I mean, so yeah. yeah. January 30th, 1969, the last public performance by the Beatles. That's so cool. I saw
0: that uh, documentary is about to come out about that. Yeah. 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 Peter Jackson. Yeah. So that's going to be good.
2: Some unseen footage from Let It Be. Yeah. He's going to do a documentary about it. All those documentaries, the Ron Howard one, all Mm -hmm. of them have been doing really great. Yeah. Honestly. And honestly, we could have loaded up the top five soundtracks with like all Beatle movies. Honestly. Yeah. Soundtracks (laughs) were all fantastic from all of theirs. Yeah. All right. So. What do we, word of the day? Word of the day. All right, sound man. Sound man has been a busy guy. Yeah, I mean he is a sound man, so he he's is. busy doing some sound gigs. For yeah, people. he is. But uh, we're filling. We're you know trying to pick up the slack when right. he's not here. So word of the day today: impish. Impish. It means mischievous, inclined to do slightly naughty things for fun.
0: Oh. Yeah. Oh.
2: I mean I feel like that fits this show uh, every time. I mean uh, just, we're well, I don't know. Impish. Uh, it's very
1: like uh, British sounding. It word, is, right? You know? Like mean, cheeky.
0: Cheeky. Like cheeky. Oh, so if you're
2: you cheeky want, and impish. A
1: cheeky little imp. You cheeky little imp you want <laughs> some spotted imp? dick with that? <laughs> like
0: Okay. Uh, (laughs) Oh, yeah. Where did we go? Uh, I don't don't, know. Spotted Dick, apparently. Yeah, apparently. Okay. Uh, Box office? Box (laughs) office? Go to the... Yeah, okay. Well, there's only one movie coming out this week. Uh, Miss Bala, whatever that is. But let's do... um, Let's recap real quick. I'm sorry. Jumping ahead of myself. Uh, I predicted last week that Glass would be number one. And it was. Yeah. Yeah, with uh, 19 million, I think I predicted around 15 to 20 million. Uh, Number two was the upside with around 12 million. I predicted that to be number three with 5 to 10 million. Number three was Aquaman with 7.4 million. I predicted that one to be at number four with around 5 to 10, so I got the numbers a little right with that one. And the kid who would be king came in at number four with 7.3, so barely came in under Aquaman. And Spider-Man Into the Spider-Universe at number five was 6.2 million. That one yeah. just sticking around. It's such yeah.
1: a good movie. It is. I, mean, I honestly was not expecting to like it as much as I did. I yeah.
2: am really pulling for that one for the Oscars. Mm-hmm. I mean, I
0: loved Incredibles too. Don't mm-hmm. get me
2: wrong; it was great. Yeah, but I'm pulling for Spider-Man.
0: Yeah, I mean, so we'll I just, I just think the overall <laughs> opinion, like the popular choice, I think will be Incredibles too. I think so too. Yeah,
2: I think so too. But Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse, man.
0: Yeah, seriously. And
2: like. The king who would be, or the kid who would be king. Yeah.
0: Man. It's about uh, to lose a lot of money, right?
2: $50 million loss projected now at the box office. Yeah.
0: Sucked. Mm-hmm.
2: Like, apparently nobody... I mean, I think people are tired of the King Arthur thing. It's yeah. Like, get a different idea. Come yeah. Up with something. Like, what are we getting ready? Like, uh, you know, I mean, Jamie Foxx, sorry, but this is like, what, the 80th fucking Robin Hood Oh, movie yeah, that one came out. out. Yeah. It was awful. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, just come up with new shit, exactly. people. Exactly. Like, nobody... did King Arthur, Robin Hood, move on. Yeah. Just, like, stop. Yeah. And, and, well, and the shocker, though, Serenity. Mm. Mm-hmm. Matthew McConaughey and Andrew yeah. Hathaway. It barely mustered up like two million dollars. Like was, the whole weekend. Yeah. Like a total bomb. Yeah, those that that are like, two
0: Oscar winners. Like yeah. it's insane. Yeah. Mm. To
2: be fair though, we should say that maybe some of the audience that might have seen them did go see Green Book, and/or mm-hmm. like for anybody who doesn't yeah. know, they they re-released all of the Oscar films yeah. back into the theaters, and they did do it pretty well. Yeah. Um. So you know, even though they're on limited screens or whatever, they did do pretty well. So I feel like a lot of audiences maybe mm-hmm. went to go see the ones that they didn't have an opportunity to see. Yeah. Like I know our local theater showing all of them. And mm-hmm. We didn't even get all of them when they yeah. first came out. Honestly. but they're all there now. So. Yeah.
0: But mm. my opinion about that one, I just think people didn't understand the trailer. I, I just felt like the trailer really turned a lot of people off. It, uh, it's a creepy story, yeah, really. Yeah, mm. I mean, yeah, you know, you know. But <laughs> movies that are already out, that are still out, uh, Aquaman, Spider-Man, Into the Spider Universe, Mary Poppins. I still need to go see that one. Oh, yeah. Her that was pretty good. Uh, Bumblebee Escape Room, A Dog's Way Home, The Bases of Sex, The Upside... Glass. I heard the upside was pretty good. I want to see that I, one as I well. I want to see that one yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, looks too. like a good movie. Me too. Um, we we'll talking about Kevin Hart <laughs> <laughs> and the kid who would be king. And this week, I have absolutely no idea, so I'm just gonna wing it. Uh Number one, I think will be Glass with around 10 to 15 million. Number two, I think will be that Miss Bala movie, because I have no idea what that one is, uh, with around five to ten million. Number, nice safe bet. yeah, um, yeah. And then number three, I got The Upside with around five to ten million. Uh, number four, I got Aquaman with around three to five, and number five, I got Spider-Man into the Spider Universe with uh, two to
1: five. J Lo Billy Bob came out.
0: Yeah. J Lo Billy Bob. Yeah, man, Billy you know. Bob. Yeah. <laughs> man, you know. It's
2: Billy Bob, fantastic.
1: Ding! Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, don't man. chew tobacco, kids. Uh, yeah. Don't. Yeah. yeah. It's not an advertisement yeah. for that. Yes. Fake. And a fake spittoon. Yeah. It's all fraud. Oh my goodness. Now let's. switch It over to (laughs) Billboard chart toppers. Number one this week is Ariana Grande with Seven Rings. This is her first week on the Hot 100 with this song. And uh, isn't she? It started our or we talked about this in industry news yeah, that's yeah, right yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was yeah. a good that was, when, uh, that was a good talk that was a good talk <laughs> <laughs> that was a good talk people
2: are so confused right? <laughs> you know what we can talk about though because we didn't talk about this in industry news <laughs> apparently her little seven rings tattoo yeah. that she got doesn't actually say seven rings mm. somebody pulled out the actual like you know oh, damn. what the letters or the symbols yeah. mean and it doesn't so, uh, oops yeah. whoever, whatever tattoo artist did that <laughs> fuck <laughs> that up damn. sorry was Ariana is
1: supposed to mean or is she yeah was it's supposed, supposed
2: to be Seven Ring and apparently uh, it doesn't mm. say Seven Rings. Well,
1: it might also have been her because, you know, usually you go to a tattoo artist and you say, I want this picture and they're right. like, okay. You yeah. Know, she well, might have that's done true. the wrong thing that's by true too. Yeah. Yeah. not picking the right letters herself. That's yeah. True.
0: I, I mean, Either way, somebody messed and up. Somebody messed it up. It doesn't say Seven Rings. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and top 200 albums this week is Future with the Wizard. This is his first week on there with the number one album because it's a new album. But yes, so good music. Good music out everywhere and especially all those soundtracks we listed Mm -hmm. go stream those soundtracks guys yeah um (laughs) but anyway guys thank you for coming and getting crazy for us on the show this week thank you for everything make sure to follow us at all social media handles facebook twitter instagram at Crazy Ant Media. Make sure to visit our website, crazyantmedia.com. .com. And make sure to subscribe to our newsletter on there. We did a little remodeling. If you yeah. guys haven't seen, uh, go to our website and check that you out. You learn
2: all about all of us now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seriously. All so of our like, bios are up. Got all of those up. It look, like,
0: looks oh. good. creepy. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Take my <mine> down. down. <laughs> 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 I did not authorize the permission to use this picture. Just, I wrote the bio, but I
1: didn't say use it. <laughs> <laughs> put a smiley face for my
0: picture. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, guys, you can catch this podcast anywhere you can get your podcast. Make sure to like and subscribe. Leave some comments. Let us know what you think. All that good stuff. And our goal for the one and only Oprah to get on this show. <laughs>